Ladies and gentlemen, get excited. It is another podcast episode. We are happy to have you back. It's uh, week 10, podcast 10. We're very excited. Going into week 10, post week 9, episode 10. Heck yes. This is Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I am Dave. I am Ralph. That's right, Ralph. We have got an amazing episode. We've got lots of stuff to get into, lots of stuff to unwrap and unpack. And we got a lot to say about it. That's what I heard. Yeah. From you. Yeah. Just now. And uh, in today's episode, I'll break it down a little bit. I'll give you uh, like a table of contents. Ooh, if that's you will. pretty good. We haven't yeah. done that. A little table of it's contents. It's nice for people to know what they're going to sure, hear. It's I like refreshing. that. Yeah. We're going to start out with some tidbits. A little potpourri. Well, that's vague. Via Jeopardy. Yeah, we're going to be vague <laughs> on that one. So uh, keep listening for that. Uh, we're also going to break down all the games. That went on last week. And one by one. Fantasy implications. Some bad that. ones. Some bad ones. And some good ones. Some stinkers. But some bad ones. We'll talk about the stinkers. Yeah. 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 Uh, we're also going to delve into the world of Dynasty Orphans, taking over an orphan dynasty team. Yeah. Uh, we both have had some success with that. We've got some tips and tricks and do's and don'ts. Correct. And uh, we'll also break down the leagues that we are in together. We're like uh, six, seven, eight leagues together. As we always do, and we are both doing <clears throat> well in most of them. Yeah. Well, it's one less because I'm not in the guillotine league anymore. Oh. Yeah, I brought it but up. But you are Claire's it. official guillotine tutor from this point forward. Yeah. And she made some massive pickups. I am her guillotine whisperer. I mean, honestly, with the pickups she made this week... She could legitimately mm-hmm. take down that title for this year. I mean, Josh Jacobs could be carrying her all the way. Yeah. We'll see. She, uh, she done good. We'll see. She done good. We can she talk about good. that a little bit, too. When I texted you, you know, she called me on it right away. Did you text Dave and ask <laughs> him to give me advice on my guillotine team? It's like she knew. I said, yes, sweetheart. I did, because I can't lie to her. Well, and she took it, so she that did. was good. She did. Yeah. She did. Yeah. So, all right, Dave, what you got? I hear you got some stuff to start us off. I do. and I am ready. I'm excited. And I know people are, are waiting with bated breath to know how I did this week. Our this 11 listeners week. are on the edge of their seats. Yeah, I was 500 this, this last week. Okay. I went 10 and 10 in my 20 leagues. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, I had a heartbreaking loss. I'll get into that one. Which one was that? In the, uh, oh, we'll get to it. Oh. It was, it was a heartbreaker. Was I involved? No, you were not. Oh, it's different than the one I was thinking of. Yeah. You probably don't, yeah, you're probably not as heartbroken as yeah. I would have been losing. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get to that. So, um, uh, one thing I want to talk about is uh, a lot of uh, quarterback movement going on this year. Um, it all started with Andrew Luck retiring. That was kind of the shocking, the impetus. Yeah. Shocking. Uh, Big Ben out for the year. Breeze missing time. Mahomes coming back after missing time. Um, we've got Minshew who took over for Foles, and now Foles is getting the job and back. Now Foles is getting the job because we back. had a Minshew meltdown. Right. We had a Minshew mustache meltdown. Yes, that's a lot of M's. Um, but it's actually a good problem for them to have. Right. So. Well, don't you think they're going to get Foles audition to? Send him off somewhere else. I mean, he'll earn a job somewhere else. Because I think they want Minshew for... Yeah. He, he ignited that fan base. Anyway, he sorry did. to throw no, you off No, you're fine. That was tangent. good. That was great input. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, buddy. And then we had Dalton, who's benched in favor of Finley. That'll uh, be interesting to see. Trubisky should be benched. Oof. He's absolute garbage. Yeah, Chase Daniel. Yeah. Let's get him in there because he is the truth. Is he? 
Uh, Mitch, please. I just wanted to say that. We've got Fitzmagic and Josh Rosen going down going in the dumps in Back Miami. and forth, yeah. Um, so, yeah, a lot going on with the quarterback position. Well, and the injuries, I feel like quarterbacks, there aren't this many going down. I mean, there were a lot of injuries yeah. this year, in addition to just the movement also mm-hmm. based on the other stuff, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, how about how about Eli getting benched for... Daniel Jones. I mean, that mm-hmm. wasn't. That's another one. Actually, I had that. I skipped over. It. Oh well, how convenient! Nice I came up with it off the top of my head. Good job. Um, not that it's a contest. So, uh, yeah, it's um, it's been it's been wild. How? What's the? Which one of those has affected you the most of those quarterback issues? Emma Holmes definitely yeah. being out. Got, it's got to be most people, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, luck retiring because I I did have some Brissett shares. And then Brissett going down this week, that affected me in uh, a couple of leagues as well. The luck issue, so in a lot of startups, my goal was Baker, Luck, or Mahomes. That mm-hmm. was my goal. Round one, Superflex Dynasty startups. Yep. And there was a league with Kurt where he had the pick in front of me. And oh, now I'm forgetting, but there was a situation where basically... He had traded for two first-round picks, so he had a pick, and then he had the pick in front of me. Oh, And yeah. so he took Mahomes early, and then in the pick in front of me, I knew he was going to take one of those guys, and yeah. I think Baker maybe had already gone, and I had no interest at that time in Watson. So I traded him my 2021st to flip-flop picks so I could get luck. Okay. So then luck goes down, and now I'm without luck and my 2021st, that mm. is a rough situation. That's, that's bad luck right there. That's bad luck, and I think that's the league where I'm now 0-8 Oof. and have now acquired a million first-round picks, if I remember correctly, but I, don't, I would have to double-check. A million is such a round number. Are you sure it's exactly a million? It might be slightly less than a million, but you know, numbers, numbers are hard. I'm not on the clock right now. That's a lot of rounds. I'll go back to math tomorrow morning. Yeah. So from uh, QBs going down, we have rookie running backs to just talk about real quickly we have some rookie running backs um taking the league by storm now yeah and true. actually getting the lion's share of uh, of work it feels like it took forever but that's always yeah. the way it is right. it takes very very few get the get the early jobs singletary in buffalo nice to see him getting a chance and uh, montgomery in chicago mm-hmm. uh, they're finally getting the reins and they're getting significant action which is great to see jordan howard's still getting too much work over sanders that one bums me out but I, I mean, Jordan but Sanders Howard, is showing well. Howard's he's putting the work in. I mean, he's always been a, a good running back. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, and then another running back to uh, speak of is uh, Mr. Walton, down in Miami, was named the starter. He's gone for four games. I did this motion. Yeah, he's gone for yep. four games uh, for his indiscretions in the off season. Just a big dummy. I I didn't even hear anything about what happened. He um. I think he ran from the police. He had a gun. Oh, you know, sounds about right. They want to be rap stars. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, but the interesting thing is, uh, the decision makers in Miami, they are gonna have him back after he comes back, and he'll be the starter again. Interesting. Well, they got rid of Kenyon Drake because yep. he was too good for the tanking they were trying to do. Right. And so now he showed how good he is because he jumped right on in and ran like crazy for for uh, Arizona. Uh-huh. Um. So now, while he while Walton is out, is Gaskin going to get a shot? I hope so. Because Kalen Balaj is just a terrible but, pile of um, trash. Ballage, as one of my friends call him. Oh, Ballage. It's Balaj, I believe. 
Um, no, I know. He'll be the starter, <laughs> which is going to be yeah. interesting. He got some goal line work. I mean, that's yeah. something. But that team's just so bad, it's just yeah. not going to equate to anything. I mean, any running back who's getting all the work is good. Right. And, you know, with Fitzpatrick, that offense moves the ball at least better than it did with Rosen. It's so, magic. I guess he's, we'll see. Although now Preston Williams out, too. Why are we talking about the Dolphins so much? It's interesting. Do you know him? Does he call you Tom? <laughs> Nailed it. Ace Venture, I love nice it. I love it. That was pretty good. You know, Do the best jokes are the ones you have to explain, Dave. Well, I know where you're going with it. I know, Do but, I still, not, but I still explain. Do not go in there. Woo! Well, now it's just become an Ace Ventura podcast. I can't believe we only have 11 listens. All right. Um, next. Uh, also, a little bit of MVP discussion. Oh, man. Yeah. We, I know uh, what you're going to say. We, McCaffrey? Yeah, okay. McCaffrey's been incredible. So he's got... Th- I shouldn't be so angry. No, you shouldn't. Players being good is yeah, good. Yeah, it's good. It's good for the league. Good when it's my guys. Yeah, exactly. I have one of your guys in here. Um, so McCaffrey's got three touchdown runs of over 50 yards. I mean, he's been the most automatic guy ever. No one else in the league has more than one. Is he the hands-down 1-1 one, one overall startup player at this point? He's got to be. He has to be, right? Yeah. yeah. Unless something freaky happens. And I didn't want to admit it, but mm. goodness gracious. And he's earned it, too. And I still maintain that my haul of Michael Thomas plus four rounds of picks, which included Hawkinson and McLaurin, was, a good haul. was still a good haul for him, and I'm glad I traded it. But, man, he is just owning... I mean, he's owning everything. And he is quarterback-proof. Yeah. He is, I mean, just doesn't matter. He's just going, he just does everything. He just what does whatever he wants. He's a beaut. Yeah. Uh, he has 13 touchdowns total so far. Wow. Uh, so that's as many as AP had in 16 games in 2012. And that was uh, significant because it's the last time a running back beat a quarterback for the MVP. Wow, okay. Okay, let's let's establish, though. CMC is not going to win the MVP. True. Just saying. Because there are too many... There are quarterbacks who are... I mean, there is a quarterback mm-hmm. playing so well mm-hmm. that if he stays healthy, he will win the MVP. Kirk Cousins. And I'm... <laughs> no, I didn't say most pointy player. I said most valuable player. See what I'll I did. get to that See guy. See what I did there? Yeah, I'll get to that guy, too. But you know what I'm talking yeah. about. So. Uh, I also want to give Dalvin Cook a shout-out because he's actually doing stuff. He's leading the league in rushing, nine touchdowns, 1,200 total yards from scrimmage, uh, and he's averaging 10.2 yards a catch. He's uh, just working those running back yeah. screens, and the yep. play action is is getting receivers open. So it's uh it's I've never been a believer but he looks incredible. Yeah, he's and funny. he's healthy. His performance this week was a little bit weaker for him at least. Mm-hmm. Um which gave me a little bit of hope that Dalvin and the Chipmunks isn't going to overtake me mm-hmm. because that team does it scares me a little bit. Yeah. I don't want to admit it, but it does for my repeat. Uh but yeah, Dalvin's been incredible. So, I was wrong. And then one of your man crushes, probably your main man crush Michael Thomas. Oh. Boy. He actually has an outside shot of being the first wide receiver to make MVP. He is gorgeous. So he's on pace to break Marvin Harrison's NFL record of 143 catches in a season. But you know what's incredible, though? So he set the percentage, the catch percentage, catch rate last mm-hmm. year with 82%, I think. It was ridiculous. Yeah, but Tyler Lockett is going to break that this year. That's even more I ridiculous. mean, they're both battling for it. Tyler Lockett's at like 85 or it's, something. It's pretty awesome. Oh, my gosh. 
Yeah. I mean, the, it's just, it's incredible. It's incredible the efficiency they're going for. And when you... And they're so different. They're yeah, such different they really players. Because Michael Thomas is a physical specimen yeah. towering over everybody. Mm. And Tyler Lockett is a, is a uh, technician. Yeah. You know? He's a little guy. Blue collar. Yeah. 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 And MVP, most valuable player to the team, if you take Thomas away, he has 73 receptions for 875 yards. He has 40 more receptions and 579 yards more than anyone else on the team. Yeah, he is, I mean, without him, because, it, well, I mean, look, Breeze left mm-hmm. and Bridgewater continued that team winning. They didn't lose with him. Leaned on him. So, clearly, Thomas was the, I mean, well, and they lost Kamara. Kept mm-hmm. winning without him. Didn't yep. matter. But without Thomas, it will not, it would not be the same. Right. I mean, he is. MVP. Yeah, right. MVP. So when you think of MVP, it, it tends to be the quarterback on the best team is right. what it ends up being a lot mm-hmm. of the time. But when you think of the Panthers without CMC, they're not winning any games. The Saints without Michael Thomas, you know, they'd, I mean, they'd still be okay, but they seem to lean on him. He'd be. Right. But the one that I really wish I didn't want to – the one that I wish I didn't think was going to be the MVP – Russell Wilson, you take him away from that team, and they're a steaming dumpster fire. He Ralph, is that team. That's a great segue because he's next on my list. I figured he yeah. was. And I and I hate any team being bailed out by him being incredible. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, he's he's good, but, like, he is carrying teams right now. Danny! Oh, excuse so, me. But Pardon me. Don't you think after now, in my throat. after all these weeks, it's not really bailing him out? I mean, you expect him to do well every week. So it's not really I expect being nothing, bailed out. Dave. I'm just saying, he has 22 touchdown passes so far, three rushing. Um, he leads the NFL with uh, 118 passer rating. He's he's just great, and his his one two punch with him and Lockett is it's a thing to behold. Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. If he keeps giving DK Metcalf wide receiver one performances, when I have Michael Thomas and Nuke this week on by. I'll take it. And he has another weapon, Josh Gordon. Yeah, I feel like that's not going to equate to anything, though. Never know. Well, I mean, you never know. I mean, Josh Gordon, just he's just never going to get it together again. Yeah. He, he was so incredible. He was DK Metcalf before DK Metcalf was DK Metcalf. True, true. And now it's just his head is not screwed on straight, yeah. and he's, he's just – he'll sap a few targets, and but it's not going to be anything. And the best part is with all the – you know, the the weed talk, he goes to Washington. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, it kind of feels like that was part of his decision. Oh, boy. And yeah. then lastly, in the uh, uh, category of if he was on a better team with a better defense, Matthew Stafford is having a great year. Um, t- almost 2,500 yards, 19 touchdowns, and uh, he's on pace for his best season since 2011 when he had Megatron that year he threw forward just over 5,000. Stafford was always my rely on him for late round quarterback mm-hmm. uh, when you didn't prioritize that position. And he was always the guy who was consistently chucking that ball all over the place. And then the last couple of years, he really let me down. Yeah. And then this year he looked way better. I ended up, I mean, I don't regret trading him to you, but uh, he's definitely, he's definitely come back around. Do you think that, so you said because they're, you know, what, what would you say about their defense? If they had a better defense. If they had a better defense. Do you think the fact they don't have, that their defense is so injured and 
inconsistent right now. Do you think that helps him, though, because he has to throw so much? Or do you and think it's a team that wants to throw anyway? And their running game is, is garbage, too. Yeah, it you know, really is. Went out, they can't so. figure it out. And Carrion wasn't even good when he was in. It's true. So it's, they just can't figure that out at all. They worked out Ajayi. Ugh, gross. Last week. His bones are made of glass. And he's British. I, I don't love think that. he even has knees anymore, does he? He's got empty spaces where his knees once were. <laughs> he's got hollow knees. <laughs> he's Do you remember got, that Joe Namath commercial? He's got nothing to dislocate. Do you remember that Joe Namath commercial where he's talking to his wife and he goes, my wife was saying something about my knees when I w- he wanted to go back to playing football. My wife was saying something about my knees. And they flashed to her, Joe, you have artificial knees. <laughs> anyway, that's what I think of when I think of JJ. I've never seen that. Anyway, yeah. it was so, a long time ago. Sounds funny. I'm telling though. you, steel trap. Yeah. Um... Well, yeah, it's been, there have been some, man, there's just been some incredible performances for sure. I got to, I got to tell you, I don't know if he's on your list. Lamar Jackson looked incredible the other night. Mm -hmm. I mean, his passing still has some moments. I mean, he is, he's put some things together, but the runs, I mean, he is, you know, you call, you can call Mahomes, you can call Tyree Kill, like the human cheat code and joystick and all that stuff. But watching him against the Patriots, there were a couple of runs where he looked wrapped up and he just... Zoom, zoom. I mean, he's just gliding through people. Yeah. It was in, it was incredible, and I'm thinking, man, thank goodness I couldn't trade in Roman because I would have traded him away like I did everywhere else. Yep. And now he could end up earning me a lot of money. Lucky you. Well, we'll we'll find out. Not counting any chickens. Um. So anyway, uh, what do you think, Dave? Ready for game by game? Should we dive in? Let's I would love it. to dive in. I'm feeling excited. Um, would you like to start with 49ers cards? Because I was out of town at a wedding. This was on Halloween. Yeah. My sister's best friend from college got married. Oh. And so it was, in, I, I was in Milwaukee flying in that night. Sure. Turned out I got to watch about four total minutes of the game. Okay. So I got a lot of updates to my phone about Kenyon Drake, but I didn't actually get to watch anything. Yeah. So why don't you start with this matchup? And I don't know if you remember, I made a bold prediction last week. You remember that? Remind me. Ah, steel trap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said that the Niners would play down to the Cardinals. You said they would blow them out 70 nothing, And uh, it was a lot closer than it should have been. I, well, I was going to say, because the 49ers, it felt, from what I kept hearing, it felt like domination, but the Cardinals clearly stayed with them. Yeah, so they were actually down 7 nothing early, uh, but they came back for a 21-7 halftime lead. Um, Kenyon Drake <clears throat> took the first handoff of the game for 36 yards, so you knew it was going to be a good game for him. He ended up with 110 and a touchdown, another four catches for 52 yards. So, you know, everyone, I was even saying don't start him because it's going up against the Niners, but he did well. He looked good. I started him in one sleeper league mm-hmm. because I had no other better options, and I ended up doing much better than I normally do. But. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was such a good defense. It was hard to start. I mean, yeah. you couldn't have made that choice if you had better options. And then another guy in a new team, Emmanuel Sanders, is like, it's it's awesome. Yeah. Him and Garoppolo are on the same page. Seven for 22 and a touchdown. Or seven for 112 and a touchdown. Uh, Kittle also had a touchdown as well, going six of 79. Um, and then Pettis and Bourne only had one catch, but they were both for touchdowns. Come on. Get into somebody else. I feel like we had a lot of those this week. It felt like there were a lot of one catch and it went for a touchdown players that we're mm-hmm. going to get to throughout today. Like uh, Andy Isabella. A big one. Right. 88-yard touchdown. 
He was on the uh, orphan I took over that I'm going to talk about. Oh, yeah? And so I didn't start him, of course, but I also didn't drop him. I'm thinking, hey, maybe I can sell him, so we'll see. Yep, so in the end, the uh, Niners stay undefeated. They are now the only undefeated team. Um, Sorry, spoiler, we're going to talk about the Patriots later, but they lost. Yep. Um, So Breida looked good, but I wondered Uh where was Tevin Coleman. Right. I mean, I, I... Thought that would give me a, a head, a, uh, kind of a head start against Danny because Danny had Tevin Coleman. And he did got like eight points. Mm-hmm. Turned out not to matter, but uh, that was kind of that was kind of weird. But it's, I guess Jimmy G threw more than he had been. Yeah, so that makes sense. And it's going to be tough now to decide if you want to go with Breida, if you want to go with Coleman. It's you're going to have to start playing that little game now before right. you start. And I picked up Coleman and Guillotine. He was my one pickup this okay. week. I dropped Sony Michelle for Tevin Coleman. But I kind of, for survival's sake, I kind of had to, I feel sure. like. So So then uh, next week, San Fran's got a huge game, Monday night against Seattle. Ooh, so that's going to be a fun one. That's going to be a fun one. Yeah. That's going to be stay up for the entire game kind of a thing. Indeed. All right, can I go to the next one? Do it. Texans-Jags. This was a domination. Um, 26-3 uh, Texans. Now, Carlos Hyde. Mm-hmm. Uh, went off and he had a huge run and then fumbled the ball right at the goal line. Didn't get the touchdown. So that was painful for a guy like me who started him. Although the ball was turned over seconds later and returned. I mean, it was almost returned to the exact same spot, but then that was when Duke Johnson beasted out on that touchdown. I mean, he just annihilated. Was it Herndon, the defender? I don't remember. Herndon, I think. Um, but he just, I mean, that was a monstrous run. Uh, Watson did Watson things, mm-hmm. 200 for two and, and seven for 37 on the, on the ground. Um, Nuke had a late touchdown. I believe this was a one yard touchdown catch that felt like it was just a very strange place to pass, yeah. but I'll take it eight for 48, but he had the touchdown. Right. So saved Ugh. So, you know, PPR was fine, but that was not the best. Uh, Fells one catch, one yard, one touchdown. So here we go. Uh, Keelan Cole sighting five for 80 Armstead had five for 65 through the air. He had a big catch. Uh, DJ Chark was pretty lame. That was a bummer, but I'm still optimistic about him going forward. Most importantly, in my opinion, the Minshew meltdown, he, that was painful to watch. I survived in guillotine, but watching him throw two interceptions high, almost to the same exact spot on the same exact play to possessions in a row and then he coughed the ball up trying to make something happen Mm -hmm. three straight possessions it was really sad and they have now announced nick Foles is the starter they have to they're paying him a lot of money he's healthy i i feel as though if Minshew had dominated this game however Foles wouldn't be coming in i think it was a convenient way for it to end where he had a rough game and then they can have Foles come in so Jags got dominated. Texans did the dominating. Yep. Anything you want to add there? Uh, this was another London game, by the way. Yeah, it was. Yep. Um, only thing I have is Fournette only had 11 rushes. I mean, we talked about him being in the upper 20s the last few games. Yeah, real bell down. cow, but not so much here. Um, so only 40 rushing, uh, but he had five catches for 32. So uh, he's still catching those balls out of the backfield. And I'm going to keep riding that, too. Uh, and both teams have a bye next week, which will help uh, Jacksonville with Foles get up to uh, up to snuff. Yep. Up to snuff. Yeah, up to snuff. 
Uh, the next one is yours, and this always these matchups always seem to end up being yours. Redskins Bills. This oh, one's all yours. This was such a great Take it, buddy. game. Yeah, it was. Haskins got his start. Ugh. Um, oh, Dwayne. Yeah, he needs uh, he needs some time. That's all he needs. He hasn't started a lot of games in his you know collegiate career. One-year uh, starter yeah, at Ohio and, State, and he just looks like he needed more. Too bad they don't have red shirts in uh, in the pros, huh? Too bad he doesn't have his favorite college receiver on his team to chuck the ball at That's about 15 bad. times. Oh, wait, he does. Yeah. Terry, where are you? I don't understand why. Tell uh, your guy to feed you, brah. Yeah, uh, him and he only had uh, four catches. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. And then he's uh, so good. I know Terry McLaurin is so good. But again, Ugh. you know, we talked about it earlier Devin Singletary. Um, now that he's healthy, he's ninety-five rushing and a touchdown, forty-five yards on three catches. Um, it's nice to see him unleashed. Gore was a non-factor, which is even better As to he see. Should be. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Allen really didn't have to do much. Only one hundred and sixty yards and a touchdown. He also had a rushing touchdown, um, and Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> Two, thirteen, and one. Yep. Um, but the the Bills D and the run game carried them, and that's a good uh, uh, way to to win games. I mean, the Bills. I mean, they're doing what they need to do to win. It just mm-hmm. feels like they are a scrappy team that's going to do what they need to do. Their quarterback. I mean, I've said this before. You don't want to watch him play, but if he's on your fantasy team and you just get those stats at the end, it always ends up looking decent. They're a plucky team. They're plucky they're plucky love that word interesting i'm not sure i've ever heard yeah. that and, word before and uh ap is actually getting better as the season yeah he on. was grinding 18 uh, for 108 they're finally letting him go and 22 receiving yards is uh guys is guys coming back at some point i thought he was getting close to healthy yeah at some point okay. so that should be interesting all right he's gonna get hurt again i mean well, let's be real sure poor guy his bones are made of glass Titans Panthers, uh, Panthers thirty, Titans twenty. Let me rephrase: CMC thirty, Titans twenty. Uh, so Tannehill continues to look decent. He had some work on the ground too. He ran one in. I don't remember seeing it, but okay, good for Ryan Tannehill, uh-huh. eh? Um, uh, Derrick Henry thirteen for sixty three and a touchdown. He also had a receiving touchdown. He did. Weird. K. Interessante. Um, AJ Brown seems to be. He seems to be the the top target there. I mean, he seems, in my opinion, he has overtaken uh, Corey Davis uh-huh. for sure. So uh, AJ Brown four for eighty one. That's pretty solid. It really wasn't that tough to overtake. Corey well, Davis, right, though. but Corey Davis had a lot of accolades coming out. I mean, he's yeah. talked about like the guy that should be taking that over, but it seems like now they have a quarterback who's at least willing to throw the ball a little bit. Yeah, and. Uh, he is is uh, Corey Davis seems like he's ready to be put out to pasture. Uh, CMC twenty four one forty six and two. He also had three for twenty and one touchdown through the air. So three touchdown game again. It feels like every week, which is crazy. That's um, awesome. Allen, you know, doing what he needs to do. Two thirty two and two one interception. I keep hearing about. Um, I keep hearing about Cam Newton maybe being healthy enough to come back, but. They keep making the excuse they want him to be fully 100% before he comes back. He's on the IR now. He's on the IR. Yeah, he's, he's done. 
Well, I didn't write that in my notebook. No, nope. he could very well have played his so last game. So he's not as a coming back. Not coming back. IR, meaning IR. he's donezo. Donezo. Okay. Liz Frank. You should have taken this no, matchup. It's no joke. <laughs> <laughs> I think his arm actually fell off. It's possible. And then his foot fell off. And his foot fell off, and so he's basically just a big buff potato. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Alan's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh dj moore seven for 101 so that was pretty great but yes. uh, it was curtis samuel who had the td right. three for 64 and one uh-huh. if you can get something out of both those guys <clears throat> plus cmc's production i think that's pretty good for that offense I so i'll i'll take that there's not gonna be anything past that yeah. although i do have to start um greg olson this week because mm. uh Ertz is on by so okay. i'm hoping i'm hoping uh He's, I've been holding him for this one week. I need to start him yeah. in my most important league, so I'm hoping that uh, pans out for me. We'll find out. Oh, how convenient. Well, I was going to say in this game. Uh, <laughs> Rewind. Uh, suck up is a horrible kicker. Yeah. Um, and if anybody was depending on him to win a game for him, they need to reevaluate their fantasy football. Um, he should not be rostered. Are you talking about... Ryan Suckup. Are you talking about my fiance? Just saying. Because let me tell you, well, let me digress a little bit. Oh, sorry, go ahead. If anybody <laughs> still has him rostered, now she should dump him and get somebody else. He or she. Because they, uh, they should cut him and he should just retire. He looks terrible. Little relationship moment. Just terrible. Sunday morning at 1130. I get a, I'm, I'm in the middle of making breakfast. I'm, you know, like a lunch, I'm getting us ready to mm-hmm. eat before games start. And, and I get a panicked scream from the living room that Claire doesn't have a kicker. And I said, what are you talking about? I don't have a kicker. I don't have a kicker. What happened to a kicker? Matt Bryant is off no. a team. Tavecchio is off a team. Another guy was on by. She had no kicker. And so I said, okay, relax. Are there any kickers on waivers? And she goes, well, there's this guy, but I would have to put in a bid. He's not available for immediate pickup, meaning somebody had just dropped him. I was like, oh boy, okay. So I said, all right, listen, I have four kickers. I have Sanders for Miami. So he's not great, but you need a kicker. I'll give him to you for your fifth round pick in 2020. I figure very reasonable. You're desperate for a kicker. Mm -hmm. Fifth rounder is nothing too scary, whatever. Okay. Well, then, in the midst of her deciding if she's going to, like, figuring out how to accept that, she realizes she has suck up and just didn't notice him. Because uh-huh. I think he was on IR, but then she could yep. activate him. So he showed up in a different place. Yep. So she acts, activates suck up and starts him, accepts my trade for, for uh, Sanders. But, uh, yeah, that ended up not working well. But she's trying for, the, I mean, honestly, she's trying for that number one pick. So it doesn't really matter that much. But she was in major panic mode. And I, I said at least once, I said... Okay, stop yelling at me. I'm trying to help you have a kicker. (laughs) Fantasy football relationship goals right there. Yeah, exactly. All right, we're moving on. Your game, Vikings Chiefs. Or maybe, do you want me to take it? I can do it. Is it a little raw? No, it's fine. Is it a little raw? No, I'm I'm man enough to admit. We'll go go with a baroom. Sad. Yeah, sad baroom. Okay. Uh, Kansas City 26, Minnesota 23. Uh, Matt Moore and Kansas City made the plays when they needed to, and the Vikings didn't. True. And that's what it boils down to. Butker got the game winner. Uh, Cousins. So pointy. 220, two touchdowns, but. Three. What? He had a touchdown to Rudolph, a touchdown to 
Oh, yeah, he had three. Did he? I think the Abdullah touchdown was a pass. Oh, then mistype, sorry. Three. That's okay. Whatever. I don't mean to sit here that's, correcting you. That's how much I care about I, this game. I take Kirk Cousins very seriously. Yeah. And I specifically wrote down that Rudolph, Abdullah, and B.C. Johnson were the ones who scored, which is just a steaming pile of trash. And Laquan Treadwell had three catches. Yep. Sighting. But here's the problem. When you get him involved more in the passing game, he's going to drop more balls, which is what he did. Yeah. I hate him. <laughs> Megaquan, he wanted to be called. Megaquan. Nobody's calling you Megaquan. Oh, please. Uh, Thielen reaggravated his hamstring. He go. He's going to miss this next week. That's going to bug him all season. Yeah, That's, pretty much. You, they, can't, you can't count on him at they, this point. They just don't have anyone to throw to. Diggs with that one catch for four yards. Uh, what are the odds they go out and get Antonio Brown? The Vikings? Yeah. Gross. Or Des Bryant. How do you think Des would look in purple? I mean, I love Des Bryant, but uh, he should just go just be he's, beautiful in his living room. He's contacting teams. He wants to okay. back. Well, uh, interesting. But yeah, um, Minnesota gets Dallas next week on Sunday Night Football. Williams had 125 yards rushing. 91 came on that touchdown. I was going to say one big touchdown, but the, that wasn't oh. the fun part of that run. Tyreek Hill catching up with him. He caught up behind him and helped guide him into the end zone just fast, with a gentle hand on the on the lower part of the back. Yeah, yeah, that was incredible. Anyways, he was the fastest man in the field, and he wasn't the one running the ball. He was catching up to <laughs> to Damian Williams. I thought that was pretty great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then Watkins and Kelsey were pretty. You know, seven catches each, pretty mm-hmm. meh. Yeah. Kelsey's been very disappointing, in my opinion. I feel like without Mahomes, he should even get more targets because he's such a monster, but it hasn't been that way. Yeah, and I mean, the the offensive line for the Vikings just couldn't handle the pressure. Broke down. Cousins had like 30% of his throws were uncatchable. That's how bad he just had no time to throw. And, and normally, he's so incredible. <laughs> and he's so accurate. Uh, sorry. Yeah, um, on to the next game. The Chiefs defense... Looks pretty good. I mean, it's coming together. It mm-hmm. it has its moments. Um, and then of course it was the last second field goal by Butker. Mm-hmm. Butker is just automatic. Butker made a lot of fans butt hurt. Butker butt hurt. All right, uh, Jets Dolphins. Oh, so I get a fun one too. Uh, the Dolphins win. <laughs> that's my Dolphins. That's, a- that's pretty good. That's like the Vikings chant only for Dolphins. That's um, and you're getting worse. So Le'Veon, yeah, the first one was better. Uh, Le'Veon Bell was injured, uh, but he did have 100 plus yards and he had eight catches, so that was something. But I, it seems like he might be out here coming up because the waiver wire shows I was listening to on, I think it was CBS, were talking about Montgomery, talking about Bilal Powell. Apparently, is still alive, so we'll see what happens. Of course, I have Le'Veon Bell and Guillotine picked him up for like 31 bucks, so that's a real bummer for me. Uh, Jamison Crowder, eight for 83 and one, started him in Frozen, didn't end up making much difference but that was uh that was a nice performance if he could end up getting the underneath stuff especially with bell out that would be pretty great uh ryan griffin played him in my orphan he had an almost touchdown and ended up getting called back i thought it was a touchdown but they called it back so yeah i thought that was a touchdown too he he slid and hit the back yeah it was annoying yeah it was annoying but you know it is what it is i'm I'm probably better off losing in that league anyway uh fitz you know fitz is just he's looking good Mm -hmm. he's he's throwing the ball over the place we talked about Walton being suspended. Yep. Uh, Mike Kosicki, 6 for 95. That's pretty great. A lot of people sitting on him. Those were all career highs, by the way. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean it's it was it was good, and then Preston Williams, what a bummer! I know you because you have him in Frozen, don't you? I have him in Frozen and in Roman. Yeah, he's he's looked really good. Five for seventy two and two touchdowns, but now he is out for the year, I believe. Yes, yeah, which is uh, which is really sad. Um, and I have a twenty team league where I've been starting him, and it's been a major reason why I'm like seven and what would I be eight and one now, and for him to be out really hurts my uh-huh. wide receiver core. So. Um, so yeah, that's the Dolphins win. The Jets are just really bad and it's, it's sad for them. I feel bad for Sam Darnold. I, I never thought I'd feel so bad for somebody that went to USC, but here we are. Uh, Bears Eagles, that one's all yours. Yeah. And, uh, so Mitch, the, please. Oh, the Eagles win this one. 22, <laughs> 14. I love now that the Bears are, are doing horrible. The best thing that Bears fans can say now is at least the other teams in NFC North lost. <laughs> that's yeah. their... That's um, what they hang their hat on. That's all they can hope for for yep. the season. They had nine yards rushing all together in the first half. Um, Mitch was <laughs> Mitch, uh, 10 of 21. Mitch was Mitch. What more can you say? 125 yards, three sacks. Um, and we talked about Montgomery doing all the work. Mm-hmm. Um, he only had 14 for 40, but he did have those two touchdowns. Another 36 through the air. Uh, and the Eagles' run defense is better than their yeah. pass defense, so it makes sense that he wouldn't be running all over them. The two touchdowns was nice. Mm-hmm. And 14 carries, I'll take that any day of the week. Sure, sure. Just a little, be nice, be a little bit more productive yeah. with those carries. Yep. Not a very good average. Not a very good average. Uh, A-Rob had one catch on five targets. Uh, so that offense is just stinking right now. And uh, Cohen was also non-existent. Yeah. Where were they? Everybody oh, was just a non-factor. Whew. It was terrible. Uh, <laughs> Wentz... Was a game manager, 26 of 29 for 239 and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I loved, I actually called this, that Howard would get a touchdown against the Bears. Okay. And he did. I was happy to see that. I nice. started him anywhere I could because anytime a player plays his old team, there's always going to be a little bit more oomph in their game, and he had a little bit more oomph in his game. Um, Sanders had a very, felt like a very similar line to Monty just without the touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So they seem like they're very, you know, they were very close in rookie drafts as far as being kind of one, two, uh, or uh, two, three running backs after J- Josh Jacobs. Yeah. And they turn out they are looking very, looking very similar. But it seems like Monty's the one who has a better chance to take over the job and maybe close to has. Uh, Ertz. Ertz came around nine yeah. for nine for one three and he one. Finally, Bester Goddard. Thank goodness, Bester Goddard. Thank goodness, thank goodness. I mean, I love both of them, but like I have where on all the places I have both, Ertz is the one I should be starting, and it hasn't worked out. Yeah. It's, it's nice to see that work out. Yeah, so he uh, Wentz leaned. He had half of his um, receptions go to the tight ends in this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I feel like is is has been the norm in the past. So well, everybody's hurt. They got uh, Jackson's now on the IR. True. Um, and I've even heard talk of them going after Antonio Brown. Uh, I'm just, I'm ready for Antonio Brown not to be to a To come back. Anymore. No, oh. I'm, I'm done with it. To come back, yeah. I am too. <laughs> Stop. I want him to come back. All right, moving on. Uh, Colts Steelers. So the Steelers end up winning on a Venetieri missed field goal. I feel really bad for Venetieri because he's clearly just not the kicker he once was. No. He is... The age is showing, and he's had some. I mean, he had a game winner, I think, last week. Yep, he did. And now this week he misses it, and it's just sad that he's not more consistent than he is. It's um, 
it's hard to watch a guy who should be a Hall of Fame kicker all of a sudden he's just not kicking to the level that he had been. So that mm-hmm. that's unfortunate. Jacoby Brissett, like you said, is out. So Brian Hoyer came in. He threw three touchdown passes. Brian Hoyer did. He did. You know, he's a he's a decent um desperation quarterback, especially, you know, that's an offense that wants to run the ball and keep it keep it safe and everything. Uh-huh. Mac twenty one for eighty nine. Uh Paris Campbell had like ninety total had like ninety total yards, which was great, but then he got hurt. I think he's having surgery, so he'll be out for a while. Yeah. I haven't seen him on IR, but he'll They're be out. They're not going to put him on IR just a couple weeks. Okay. Yeah. Um, Zach Pascal's looking good, 5 for 76 and 1. Mm-hmm. Mason Rudolph, however, on the Steelers' side looked bad. I mean, he's just... I don't know. I, I don't think of the Colts' defense being anything amazing, but right. Rudolph just isn't doing anything. I mean, they were they were down running backs in this game. <laughs> Edmonds is running the ball. He had, a I think, one big one especially... Samuels had 13 for 73 through the air, which yep. was fine. Washington had four for 69. That's nice to see. But, you know, if he can't force feed the ball to Juju Smith-Schuster, then why is he playing? I mean, that is embarrassing. Uh-huh. You've got one of the best young receivers in the game, and he has three – what did he have? Three, three for, for 16. 16. Non-factor. Goodness gracious. Non-factor. Yep. I put a frowny face on my paper. Aww. Juju frowny face. Sad. Voodoo mama Juju. Um, that's from the office. Uh, yeah, so, you know, it's just, it's it's sad. I mean, it's sad. It's been sad ever since Roethlisberger went out, and I spent all that fab money on Mason Rudolph, and it isn't uh-huh. paying off. And Emperor, I'm trying to decide if I should drop him in terms of making my team better in other places, and I can't bring myself to do it because it's a super flex. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's move on. <laughs> Lions Raiders is all yours, buddy. This was quite a game. Yeah, and we had stop already, laughing at me. We had already talked about it earlier with Stafford needing help. Mm-hmm. Um, between McKissick Johnson and Paul Perkins, we have a oh! Paul, we have a Paul Perkins sighting. Paul Perkins sighting. Yeah, I love the tremendous twelve. Oh yeah, a lot of Perkins are closing down now. It's <laughs> it's sad. Well, the one at the one at uh, France in four ninety four is the only one that matters. Let's yeah, be honest. True. Uh, but they had a combined 77 yards of rushing. Uh, it was bad. Um, but Galladay Jones, both over 100 yards received. Yeah, they were both huge. And a touchdown each. Uh, that, so that was awesome to see. Um, Hawkinson just had three catches, seven targets, 56 yards. They got to they gotta get more out of the guy. Yeah, three for 56. I mean, it's not – I definitely want more. But for a rookie tight end – Yeah. You can't really complain about that. You're really only starting him when you have to. And that's that was that was pretty good. Yeah. But then you have your uh NFL offensive rookie of the year, Josh Jacobs, who went off and this, this kid's him. looking great. Yeah. 120 yards, two touchdowns. He's not even playing like a rookie. I mean, he's playing like a seasoned vet. Awesome to see. Uh Carr was all right, two eighty nine, two touchdowns. Uh, Renfro had a, a key touchdown late. He had a great game. And uh, Carr sped around pretty well. He had uh, completions to eight different receivers. I was going to say, Richard, Renfro, Waller, Tyro Williams, they all had about 50-ish yards. They were all in the same, all in the same area. Richard had a series where he was the main guy and he was beasting out. He yep. seems angry that he's, not getting the, that he's not getting the majority of work. That was pretty great to see. I I concur. Yeah, because Jalen Richard, when he gets the chance, looks looks really great. 
Um, and Ray- Oakland, Oakland won, by the way, 31-24. Yeah, they did. I mean, Oakland is a sneaky good team. It's kind of shocking, actually. Well, they're one of those up-and-down teams, you know, like Dallas, like Philly. Yeah. You just can't place them. And sometimes they look amazing, and other times, what are you doing? They, they don't have an identity. Bucks Seahawks. Uh Seahawks pull this out 40 to 34. So Jameis Winston was okay, he was mistake free in theory, but the first touchdown pass he threw to to uh, Brashad Perryman was a deflected pass that really just dropped right into Brashad Perryman's hands. It was a gift. I mean, it yeah. should have probably been an interception if I remember correctly. Um and this, this uh, well, it leads me to another kind of uh, tangent where I'm listening to certain other podcasts and they pretend they actually saw the game when they clearly didn't. <laughs> and they're talking about, yeah, Brashad Perryman's involved. He had a nice touchdown catch. You didn't watch the game if you're saying that. And uh, I know some others will come back to me because that was one that jumped at me. Is like, wow, you didn't watch the game. Kind of like the pronouncing of names. Right. Like, you're not watching the games if right. you can't pronounce these names, right. right? So that was kind of funny. It's like, oh, touchdown to Perryman. He's involved. No, he's not. It was an accident. He was in the um, right place at the right time. Right place, right time. Right. Uh, Ronald Jones, 18 for 67 and 1. So he's being talked about as a as a major waiver wire guy. Uh-huh. Um, enjoy in Frozen because you got him in the trade, uh, the big trade we made a couple weeks ago. Yep. Um, Evans uh, continued to look like a monster. 12 for 180 and 1. Godman, Godwin was serviceable, 7 for 61. I'd like mm-hmm. to get back to where he's being the monster. But, yeah. um, you know, they'll have their games where they kind of go back and forth. Um, Russell Wilson is just ridiculous. 378 and 5. Lockett, 13 for 152 and 2. DK, 6 for 123 and 1. Jacob Hollister had two TDs. Fantasy relevant. I picked him up in a bunch of sleeper leagues figuring... Why not? I guess. Um, and then Carson, 16 for 105, doing what Carson does, because he is the bell cow, for However, sure. he got the fumble bug. Not good. Yeah, but that's always what he's done. But it doesn't seem to be affecting, I mean, it doesn't seem to be affecting his work. Um, This had, I mean, this was a shootout, so this had to be a Russell Wilson game. Yeah. But they would definitely prefer to give the ball to Carson you know, 20 plus times mm-hmm. and not have Wilson having to do what he was doing. This Truth. Was, but, you know, it was it was a shootout, so. And do you know why Ronald Johnson is now a waiver wire darling? Who? Ronald, Ronald Jones. I said, <laughs> I said Johnson. You did. Ron Johnson was an old that science was, teacher. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Yeah, that was fun. Rojo, <laughs> yeah. as he's called. Yeah. Uh, Arians named him the starting running back. Yeah, he did. So that he's he's going to be getting some play. And we have been saying all along that the starting running back in a Bruce Arians offense, mm-hmm. the guy getting the work, is going to be huge because David Johnson, that was the best years we've ever going to see for him. Truth. And, I mean, I was high on Bruce Anderson when I thought he could be the guy yeah. and it seems like Ronald Jones could be it. So it'll be interesting to see. Do you remember when Bill drafted Ronald Jones like nine overall and I just went, ha, 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 ha. And then he dropped him, like, without giving him a chance. And now here he is, resurfacing. It's so mm-hmm. interesting. So interesting. All right. Why don't you take the uh, the uh, Browns-Broncos? Oh, jeez. This game. I, I am going to say karma is most definitely a bitch. I wrote with, another frowny face. Yeah. With Cleveland, 
all that talking they did in the offseason is coming back hard. Tenfold. Yeah. They lost again. Uh, just look horrible on offense. Mayfield, he has a worse uh, start to the season than uh, what's his nuts had. I'm, I'm losing. Uh, Any quarterback with the last name Allen. No, the Browns. Oh. Vinny Testaverde. No, no, no. no. Bernie Kosar. Recently. Derek Anderson. I lost Tim Couch. No. Recently. Why am I drawing a blank? Well, this is fun. (laughs) I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. I, I don't know, but this is good radio, I feel like. Let's keep this going. He was drafted by the Browns like five years ago. After oh, Johnny Manziel. Yes, thank you. <laughs> He's doing worse than Manziel. That's insane. I mean, that's insane. Thank you. I, I couldn't think of his name for the life of me. Do you think I'm jinxing them by buying their jerseys? Because Probably. I have a Manziel jersey and a Baker Mayfield jersey. I've also drafted both of them in rookie drafts in Dynasty Leagues. Maybe I'm the problem. Did you consider this? I know there is the Madden Whoa. curse. Maybe there's the Ralph Whoa. curse. The Ralph, the Dennis Spearson curse. Dennis, the curse of Dennis Spearson. Um, wow. Yeah, Chubb yeah. went for uh, 65. Beckham had five catches, 87 yards. Well, that's Callaway. his best game of the yeah. entire year. Callaway had some catches, but mm-hmm. Landry had uh, had a touchdown. Um, so nothing great. Uh, I mean, with Beckham, Landry, and Chubb, they should all be getting much better production than they are. Um, it's just really sad to see. Uh, but on uh, the plus side with Denver, so Denver's going this way. They're going up. And the Browns are going this way. They're going down. That was an up and a down motion with yeah. the hand. For I just those said. of you who couldn't see it. So Brandon Allen <laughs> size first NFL action. Something called Brandon Allen. Four years in the NFL, he finally gets, uh, he gets to play, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't have a terrible game. He had 193 yards, two touchdowns. Lindsey uh, was uh, the guy to own in the backfield. He had 92 yards and a touchdown. On, only, only on uh, nine rushes, though. Which, uh, yeah, that was So awesome. he was very efficient. Yeah. Noah Fant had the play of the game. Did you see this run? He's throwing people out of the way. He's juking. He's jiving. Yeah, Noah Fant decided he learned how to play football. This Congratulations, is a, Danny, for the smart this start. Is, uh, this is a glimpse into the future for uh, Broncos fans. Yeah, Danny loses Will Disley, and he starts Noah Fant, and well, he decides, oh, look at me. A, yeah, whatever. So he had uh, three catches for 115 and a touchdown. Not that I'm bitter or anything. No, you're not bitter. You're fine. And Sutton had better. Sutton had the other touchdown. He had a he had a man catch. Yeah, he did have a man catch. That, that was, was awesome. A, yeah, that was a big one. Uh, nothing else to write home about in this game. Uh, I think the Browns can definitely use Kareem Hunt when he comes back as another weapon. Although, ironically, running back <clears throat> is the one spot that they do not need help. But I mean, they could line him up as a wide receiver. Well, true. They could do some gadget plays, some trick plays. Yeah. Something. They need something. That's true. Or they can just continue sucking, and I'll be happy with that, too. Maybe he could help in the kicking game. <laughs> How's his kicking? I wonder. That's pretty funny. Domestic violence is no laughing matter, however. Well, it wasn't domestic. It was a random girl. It wasn't his girlfriend. Does that make it any better? Yeah, <laughs> We should stop. Okay, now I feel gross. All right, let's move on. Packers, Chargers, I'll tackle this one, <clears throat> Do at least for the starting. Um, the Packers... 
just they they screwed the pooch on this from the get-go because they decided they were going to abandon their running game that's looked amazing and they were just going to decide to run and Aaron Rodgers had it was like half the game he had 30 yards passing like what were they doing they just abandoned the running game so Rodgers ended up at the end of the game with 161 and one um Aaron Jones eight for 30 that's just pathetic Mm -hmm. and Jamal Williams got bailed out with a touchdown, and it was a great touchdown where Rodgers really maneuvered, made it happen. Jones came back to him in the end zone, but I just don't understand what's going on. You also have Devontae Adams coming back, yeah. 7 for 41. That's just not enough. Well, that guy's have, a monster. He had 11 targets, though, which, well, which helps. Well, yeah, I guess. I guess. 11 targets is a good amount of targets, but yeah. that's just not the production that you expect to see out of him. Meanwhile, the Chargers... Um, Gordon, 20 for 80 and 2. I mean, they were just pounding the ball. Eckler, 12 for 70 and 4 for 23 through the air. Mm -hmm. Mike Williams, 3 for 111. Hunter Henry for 7 for 84. So they were really doing what they needed to do. It seems like Mike Williams got over his dropsies a little bit. Yeah. Um, Had had at least one big catch, I think, if I remember correctly. Um, Keenan Allen, what's what's his deal? Because that's somebody who doesn't seem to be getting the targets they should be uh getting the production they should be getting three for 40 that's kind of sad yeah um but uh yeah it was definitely not how anyone would have pictured this matchup no the packers just were were dominated from the get-go and uh the the mustached one uh aaron Rodgers at the post post-game press conference he said they were served a big piece of humble pie yes people were talking about him being too good and Look what happened. So, so I think like, in his mind, it was a nice thing to happen for their sake moving forward. And someone said, Mr. Rogers, you got some humble pie in your mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. All right, two more. Pat's yeah. Ravens. This one's you. Oh, man. So, this is so great, this game. Baltimore 37, <laughs> New England 20. So New England finally faced a quality opponent. And they got beat up. I mean, they got beat up hard. Baltimore came From the out, get-go. Oh, yeah. 17 rip right away. Yeah. Just punch him in the mouth. Didn't stop punching. Um, Brady, pff, only 285, one touchdown, one interception. Um, White, Burkhead, and Michelle combined for 74 yards rushing. Um, and, and White got the rushing touchdown, which is interesting. I was going to say, White had, the, White had the opportunities that yeah. you want. I mean, that touchdown was nice. I was uh-huh. banking on that. And then Edelman went 10 of 89, but had a big fumble. Had a little bit of a whoopsie there. <laughs> uh, and that, I believe, was returned for a touchdown. By Marlon Humphrey, mm-hmm. who I had to start based on my entire defense and IDP being on bye. Nice. And I had to start him. And I'm sitting here, we're playing Settlers of Catan, watching the game oh, on, of course. on uh, Sunday night. And uh, when he picked that ball up, I was just jumping up and down. I almost hit my head on the ceiling. Because... <laughs> How is it that my backup cornerback that yeah. I had to play, I had to pick up and play, got a touchdown? It was epic. Yeah. Yeah. And then Sanu, welcome. Uh, 10 for 81 and a touchdown. Got his first touchdown as a Patriot. Um, the one thing the Patriots are really hurting without a tight end. Uh, ever since Gronk left, they haven't had any luck finding a tight end. Um, they need someone to step up at tight end. Um that's my uh, my intuition there with uh, the Patriots. They need help. 
Well, Belichick tends to do whatever. I mean, he tends to use whatever personnel he has the best way he can. But with it just the, feels like without that piece, yeah. it's not the same. With the personnel he has, though, it's it's not working. Right. Especially against a good defense and a good team like this. Uh, it's just that Harbo, Harbo, Harbo. Oh. He beat Belichick in his own game. He had a. This is a, a statement win by the Ravens, I believe. Yeah. You want to yeah. get into the Ravens stats? Well, and if you remember that the uh, Ravens used to be the Browns, then technically I can be excited about this. <laughs> That's kind of a stretch. Boom. <laughs> Lamar had a passing touchdown, but he had six for 61 and two on the ground, and he was just dancing all over the place. Yeah. I mean, he looked like he was just a man amongst boys, like just running all over the place. Um, Ingram had a couple big runs, 15 for 115 and three for 29 through the air. That was great to see. Boyle with the tight with the uh, touchdown uh-huh. at tight end that was you know that's frustrating a lot of people rely on Mark Andrews and you know there's a lot of guys you would wish would have the touchdown so Boyle having the touchdown was like meh um and then Hollywood Brown three for 48 that was fine I mean that's you know rookies are going to be up and down but he's certainly electric so he could take anything to the house so it was it was an exciting game I couldn't believe it ended the way it did without yeah. the Pats getting closer but well, the Ravens had that yeah. nine-minute drive at the end too to, to oh, seal they it. just yeah they it just awesome. drained it. It was yeah it was crazy. Yep. And did you see the interaction of Brady before the game? He went up to uh, he uh, went up to Lamar. He's like Lamar, Lamar, and Lamar is throwing the ball at, like just practice before the game. And he goes, "Hey man, I just want to wish you good luck. You're a big fan, doing great." And he's like, "Oh man, thanks, whatever." Blah blah blah. And then after the game, when they greeted each other, he's like. Great game, man. Congratulations. You got big things ahead of you. And Lamar just taps him on the chest. Just like, man, you the GOAT. You the GOAT. It was just so great. <laughs> it was awesome. just a couple of really good guys that were going at it. And, yeah. um, you know, they're going to see each other again. That's it's true. That's for sure. Yep. Um, and now the tiebreaker goes to the Ravens. So it'll be interesting to see where that potential AFC championship game yeah, ends yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so we'll see. Um, all right, we are going to take a uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with one more matchup: the Monday night game, Cowboys Giants, and then we'll go into our uh, our battles. Yeah, of which we had one that I can't wait to talk about. Yeah, I'm so excited. All right, buddy. Okay. So we are back. Uh, Monday night was the Cowboys and Giants. Uh, I watched this game while doing the dishes. I had a lot of chores to do and uh, didn't want to have to sacrifice any of that. So I kind of had a half eye on the game. Cowboys won 38, eight, or sorry, 37 18. There you go. Uh, Dak 257 and three and an interception. Uh, one to Cooper, um, one to Gallup, one to Jarwin. Mm-hmm. So, you know, spread it around a little bit. Zeke did Zeke things, 23 for 139. Uh, Witten apparently kills the Giants. He, uh, Giant killer. He has more yards and touchdowns against the Giants than any player in history against a single team, something like that. Wow. Yeah, that was the stat they were t- talking about. That's so crazy. as a player against a single team, he's like more dominant than anybody's ever been. Um, Daniel Jones, 210, one and one. Uh, he had uh, 54 on the ground, so that was a nice little bonus, <laughs> although he did cough one up at one point. Um, 
Saquon, so I needed Saquon to give me a very minimal amount of points, and he basically, for Saquon, did the minimal. 14 yeah. for 28, 6 for 67. I mean, 14 for 28 for Saquon Barkley is kind of unbelievable. I don't really yeah. know how that happened. Um, Ingram and uh, Ingram and, and Golden Tate both had 6 for 40-ish. Ingram, I noticed, is out, listed mm-hmm. as out right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he hurt, but uh, it sounds like I won't have him this week in the couple of leagues I'm counting on him in, huh? Do you know anything more about that? I don't remember no, I just seeing it out. happen. Okay. Yeah. I think um, I heard something about a second opinion, but I don't know. Well, my opinion is that it stinks. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Ralph for his opinion. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all week. Uh, so that concludes our uh, game-by-game analysis, Dave. Um, what do you say we go into our leagues? Uh, do you have a preference on where we start? I say we throw a dart and just go. Well, then I want to start with Roman. All right. So we uh, we had a matchup in Roman. We did. Um, this is the league where I'm trying to repeat. 12-team PPR, and I have a lot of money lying on this team. And I had, uh, I'm in first place. Um, and I've outscored the second place team by over a hundred points. Like I'm, I'm uh, pretty good. But you gave me a run for my money this week. Um, we went into Monday night. I had Saquon left, and I think you were up by one, two points maybe. And so it was really a matter of let's uh, let's see where we're at here. It so. was one fifty eight point seven to one fifty seven point three. Yeah, it was definitely close. Yeah. It was definitely close. So uh, the things that saved me: Lamar Jackson, twenty eight points, was huge. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins had 19, uh, DK Metcalf, 27, Zach Ertz, 25, Mm -hmm. Jameis had 20. Um, basically it was, you know, it was a pretty great week for a lot of those guys. Now, Aaron Jones really made me sad. He gave me 3.9, but I was starting Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. You were kind of hedging my bets because they've both been good. You know, Jamal Williams ended up with 17 points. But still, it was it would have been a real bummer to lose because Aaron Jones didn't perform very much. Yeah. Um, now I do want to mention on this team moving forward, and you know, on as far as your side, you can talk about it in a second. But as far as my team moving forward, um, I have an interesting strategy uh, uh, noticing here. So let me tell you what I'm doing as far as my bench goes in this league. All right. I don't know if you've noticed this. Oh no, I dropped one of them. Wait, that doesn't seem right. Oh, no, no, I got him. Okay, I have three defenses on my team right now. Okay. So my offense, I'm. this is it for me. If I repeat, this league ends, and I end up with all the money, right? Yes. So this, it's everything on the table. You're going for broke. I'm going for broke. Now, my starting lineup, is it's ridiculous, because now coming back this week, I got Kamara coming back. <clears throat> I got Saquon, Ingram, Lamar Jackson, Michael Thomas, Nukes on by. Ertz is on by, but basically my starting lineup is set. And I've got guys on my bench that aren't going anywhere. Justice Hill I would never get rid of. You know, Chase Edmonds, I'm not quite convinced right. I want to get rid of him yet. But these defensive matchups, I picked up the Ravens this week because they're playing Cincinnati with Ryan Finley starting yeah. for the first time. I feel they like were, that's uh, the defense to have. They were a popular pickup. But I have the Steelers sitting on my team they have, let's see, this is not, uh, okay, they have a Cleveland matchup, a Cincinnati matchup, a Cleveland matchup, an Arizona matchup coming up. That's the, that's the Steelers' defense. 
Then I have the Panthers defense also on my bench because they have an Atlanta matchup. Maybe that won't have Matt Ryan. They have two Atlanta matchups, actually. And they have a Washington matchup. Oof. And with the between these three teams, I have cake defensive matchups every game for the remainder of the season. You do. And so I feel like with how studly my starting lineup is and how much depth, I mean, it may hurt me not having depth. I don't know. But I felt like I want to have a defense I'm comfortable with every single week. This is not like an emperor where I have the where I have the uh, Patriots and I'm going to start them no matter what. So I don't know if it's going to come back to bite me or if it ends up being a genius move. But uh, yeah, three defenses I'm holding on this team right now, Dave. Pretty crazy, Should right? Be fun. So uh, how do you? Um, I mean. Obviously, it was a close one. Yeah. I mean, you've this team. You've named this team. I hate this team. Uh-huh. You're in eighth place at three and six. True. So my guess is you were well. I shouldn't put words in your mouth. My guess is you were pleased to be this close because my team is really good. So I, um, the big debate I had going into this game is or was Preston Williams or Robbie Anderson, mm-hmm. right? I went with Robbie Anderson against Miami. But, you know, it was the right move, though. Yeah. Yeah, so, it just didn't work out. Um, Robbie Anderson had two receptions for 33 yards for 5.3. We all know how Preston did. And you would have won if you played Preston. I would have beat your legs. Oh, yeah. boy. So that's actually Lucky how, for me. That's actually how my... Uh, and that's not hindsight. You actually were pondering that. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was. Okay. That's the one I was going back and forth on. Because I do always, when we're talking about these kind of things, I do always want to establish. It's not seeing a guy on your bench with a lot of points right. and going, "If he'd been in, I yes. would have won." It's these two guys I was debating, and I picked the wrong one. That's he, very different. I mean, he was in my flex. I mean, right. I was. That was the one right. I was debating. Um, I had Evans go off. Uh, he's been a monster for me as of late, and he I has. had newly acquired Melvin Gordon. So, oh, he was in the deal with with Woody. He was okay. Yeah, so that worked out well for you. Um, so, like you said, I'm three and six. Um, I'm looking ahead to next year already, and uh, I've got a, a young team. <laughs> and, next year, uh, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm being optimistic. There's going to be a next year. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I want nothing but the best for you, right? Because you you know need new windows or whatever, but. Well, no, I mean, I've the windows are in. I'm currently paying them off. That's what I mean. Yeah. You're paying for them, right. And they, the asbe- they, look, they look great, by the and way. And the asbestos <laughs> abatement in this beautiful, safe basement you're in right now. Yeah. I mean, there's no poison on the floor because, you know, that was another three grand. Anyway. <laughs> uh, As- so. Asbestos. You're trying to repeat as best as you can. Whoa. Hey, yo. Boo, boo, boo. Zing. Zing, zing, zing. Um. Okay, so, uh, yeah, it's this league. I, I was just trash-talking Woody a little bit today because he is definitely trying to craft a team that can take me on. Yeah. And um, did he end up scoring, let's see, 167? I actually, wow, I ended up scoring more than him this week. So, th- see, these things make me feel better because he's he's one of the several teams I know that has both Lockett and Wilson, and it's kind of a scary, it's a scary matchup. And so... Yeah, so it's um it it makes me feel a little better to see, okay, I would have beaten him if I played this week because this team I've crafted it would oh, it just feels like it's gonna be demoralizing if I lose. Um should we go to yours next? Yeah, let's do it. Um I wanna give a, a shout out to Brandon, who is my opponent. Um uh, he made a a savvy 
savvy pickup in this game. Um, I was up 109-105. I had all my guys done. He had Sterling Shepard sitting in his flex position, who was out with a concussion. Mm -hmm. He dropped Shepard, and he picked up Golden Tate. Smart. Very smart. So I'm like, I'm looking at, you know, I know he's a, a good, experienced, you know, fantasy football player. He's not just going to leave Shepard there. He's going to pick somebody up. And then I said I picked up Tate, and I was like, Damn it. Yeah, that's frustrating. So the whole game, though, I mean, they weren't doing anything on offense. So mm-hmm. he was slowly creeping up. And there was a good chunk of the game. We were tied at 109. And I was watching this game, I mean, just for this purpose. And I, you know, was thinking, I'm okay tying. That's okay. <laughs> but then he got one more one more point, another 10 yards, and he ended up beating me by one. 110-109. It was, uh, it was deflating. But, I mean, a shout-out to him. Um, it was a great pickup. Um, but Brissett going down hurt me. I had Brissett starting. Obviously, if Brissett would not have gotten hurt and played a whole game, it'd be a, a mute point. A moo point, as they say. Yeah. Um, and and uh, Brandon is the guy we've talked about before where he, dynasty-wise, has only taken over orphans. Mm-hmm. He's never drafted a, fan, a dynasty team from scratch, and he can't wait for his first chance to do that because... It's just not the same. You don't have the same owner ownership when you're right. taking over a team that has issues that you're not you shouldn't be responsible for, but here you are. Yeah. And so, you know, he's trying to piece these teams together. I I realized via um a conversation with Joel, uh, who took over She Who Should Not Be Names team, uh-huh. uh, I realized I didn't have a first next year because I got rookie crazy last year and traded it to Brandon and <laughs> In, in the midst of a whole bunch of other things because I wanted players like um, Paris Campbell and Debo and I uh-huh. was creeping up and I wanted to make sure I had my chance to get them. So, um, yeah, so, you know, it is what it is. Um, I had a matchup with uh, He Who Shall Not Be Named, um, who we've had some issues with. In fact, uh, his team name is Ralph's Approval Needed. Mm-hmm. Because uh, this was a situation where he had traded for an opponent's first round pick earlier in the year. And then in the consolation, determining the first overall pick, he benched some studs because his opponent, it would have been better for his pick if his opponent won. Yeah. And it seemed very shady. Yep. And I said some things, maybe that I said some things I shouldn't have. Couldn't take them back. And uh, basically it became, well, I should get Ralph's approval for every lineup that I set. Well, you know what? Yeah. You don't bench Julio Jones in the playoffs. I'm not buying it for five seconds. Yeah. So anyway, that's kind of funny. So now he's in first place, seven and two. Mm-hmm. I'm now five and four in fourth place. Um, it was looking good for a while. His guys weren't doing much. My guys were doing exactly what they should. I had had... Um, uh, let's see. I had had Kittle with 13, Tyreek with 20, DeAndre Hopkins with 10, Jameis with 19. Like all my guys were doing what they should have been. It ended up not quite being enough. I put up a hundred points, which in a standard league like this, a hundred points is very fine. Yeah. 
he put up 134, but ultimately Russell Wilson had 39. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you take away Russell Wilson's points, and now all of a sudden it's... So it's just frustrating because it was Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson basically carried his entire team. Yeah. Um, and also with this league, I now dropped to third behind Adam. We're both six and three. He's got me by six points. N- and I play He Who Shall Not Be Named this week. Wow, that's huge. Yeah. That's a huge matchup. And this is the week with six teams on a bye. Oh, this buys this week are awful. Buys are nuts. And good teams on buys, yeah. too. Patriots, so, Eagles, uh, somebody else good. Yeah, so well, he's anyway. going to have Ertz on a buy, Watson on a buy, Fournette on a buy, Houston defense on a buy. Oh, that's right. Jacksonville, mm. Texans. Oh, my goodness. Okay, now I had an interesting situation this morning as I was setting up this team moving forward because I'm in fourth place at five and four. I need wins, right? Because the, my team's fine. Like, get in the playoffs, chip in a chair, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. I'm I'm not counting myself out, but I got to get in there. But I can't lose at this point. So I'm looking at my team, and I'm feeling good about it, but I'm 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 having bye week issues. So I'm looking and, – and injury issues. Sure. So I have Tyreek Hill and then DeAndre Hopkins on bye, and then my other receivers, Cooks is out, Campbell is out, Debo Samuel just doesn't feel startable right now. So I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I do? I also had, well, I have Ingram in a flex. Now he's going to have to be moved out of there. Um, But I also had my kicker and my defense on by, but my defense is the Patriots. I don't want to drop the Patriots defense. So now it's like, okay, what do I, what do I do here? So for the kicker, I, I dropped Kymie Fairbairn and just picked up Matt Gay and I figured, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, Kami Fairburn isn't a kicker I need to hold, so that's <laughs> that's fine. But I had to make some drops here, so I ended up dropping. This is why I hate how shallow this league is. It is very shallow. Because I had to drop Damian Harris, who I've been holding, waiting for his, You know, he'll get his chance with the mm-hmm. Patriots at some point. I had to drop him because I'm not dropping Sony Michelle. No. He was really one of my only options. And then I'm looking at my wide receivers, and I got Paris Campbell and I got Debo, and I had to drop one to get somebody to play this week because I need a win. And so I'm thinking, okay, well, I guess Debo's the guy to go. Because Paris Campbell has shown more than Debo, I think, at least recently. Debo's had his moments. But Paris Campbell has shown he'll get some trick stuff and some runs and some some more targets. So and I'm not dropping Dallas Goddard. Nope. You know, and I, I consider dropping Mason Rudolph, I mentioned earlier, but it's just it was really frustrating. So and now I'm looking even closer and you know, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I get, Well, you know what? David Johnson claims he's going to play. He says he's 100%. So I guess I play him against Tampa Bay and cross my fingers, Ooh, right? Yeah. Because I have to take out Evan Ingram because now he's hurt. Right. But it's it's really hard that this is so shallow because, oh, and I the Cardinals defense is what I put in because they play Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay tends to turn the ball over. It's true. But, uh, you know, this team, you know, Devontae Parker, I have to start a wide receiver because I figure – they're going to be throwing a lot, and he seems like he's a big target now. So I just I don't feel good about this team moving forward. But I also would never, I also would never tank. Um, I always put the best team I can forward, so I'm going to keep fighting, and we'll see what happens. Keep fighting the good fight, you know. And and same with uh, same as Roman that we just talked about. Like I'll you know I'd feel fine with you repeating. Your team's good. 
I definitely don't want anyone else <clears throat> to win. Right. So please, please do what you got to do. Same page, brother. We're on the yep. same page. Can we go to uh, the IDP? Let's do um, it. Westeros? Yeah. So Westeros is our uh, IDP, 10 offensive starters, 10 defensive starters, 12-man yep. bench, and 5-man taxi squad. Yes. And uh, shallow considering how deep the starters are. I played uh, against Addison this week. His, you know, his team is good, but I ended up getting the best of him. Okay. Um, one thing was, you know, I did not even consider starting Kenyon Drake in this league because I didn't need to, but I was absolutely wrong about him. I thought that that defense for the 49ers would bottle him up. Boy, that did not happen. <laughs> I won 250 to 232. Um that point total was certainly not where my point totals have been recently. I was kind of middle of the pack as far as... I would have beat you. Yeah, several other teams would have beaten me. But, you know, against Kong... Or Kong, no, that's his cousin. Addison, who's 3-6 and six and in 10th place, it ended up being enough. I'm actually in first place in this league. I've got 27 more points than Justine. Okay. Moved past uh, CMC and his cronies. Ad boy. Um, so, uh, best performances here. Tyreek Hill had a great week. I had a lot of, I mean, my starters, uh, Phillip Rivers, 12, Carlos Hyde, 18, Chris Carson, 15, Chark was a little off, Tyreek, 25, Hopkins, 18, Evan Ingram, 10, Mark Ingram, 12, Mason Rudolph, 12. So that's some great stuff. I, I had a rough start though, because Nick Bosa and Eric Armstead did like nothing. They had like five points between them on Thursday night. And I... You know, I had just, I had, so I had Aaron Donald and Dante Fowler on by. I had Jesse Bates on by. I had Marshawn Lattimore on by. I had Von Bell on by. So I had my five best defensive players on by. And so this was tough scrounging it together. But Devin Bush did what he's supposed to do. Schobert with 12. Hicks with uh, with 18. And then Marlon Humphrey with that 26 really, really propelled me. So um, that was pretty great. Noah Fant on my bench. You know, I hope he keeps it going because I'm going to have to start him now yeah. that Evan Ingram's going to be out. Yeah. I don't have a choice. Um, Baker Mayfield, ironically, would have had enough points to keep me going. Shaq Thompson at linebacker on my bench had 31. That would have been nice yeah. to have him in. But linebackers are the highest scores in right. this league. So they're right. kind of, you know, you, you stick with your guys and hope they, hope, they, uh, hope they do what they're supposed to do. So Addison had a pretty good week. His guys were all very, you know, in the teens average middle of the road no one big performer but i was happy to get that win i was happy to get my point total up I, this is the league that i really would love yeah. to win i never have and i want that idp win i feel like i worked so hard on this team i wanted to come through how did your westeros team do this week so this is the league i'm still trying to figure out that uh that perfect balance you know offense and defense and i'm still trying to get the hang of that um i went against uh, crows before hoes Heading into Monday, I was down 209.8 to 197.4. So he had Julius Peppers and Gallup going. I had Cooper, Dak, and Heath all going. Okay. I needed those three to outscore his two by 12.5. And that didn't happen. I ended up losing. Can I pause for a second? Yeah, go for it. Jabril Peppers. Julius Peppers put, is a very different guy. I put Julius. That's so fun, though. What a great blast from the past, though. I'm, I feel like I'm, all I'm doing is correcting you today. I'm not it's intending fine. on doing that. But it's that's fine. just fun because I thought, Julius Peppers? 
They're starting him? Is he playing? I used no, to Jabril love, Peppers. I used to I, love because Peppers. Zach is on my trivia team, and so tonight at trivia, I, we were going through stuff because I'm, tr- I'm trying to sell them Kenyon Drake for my first back, <laughs> and they're not buying it. And I was just looking through their team, and I, I said to them tonight, boy, Jabril Peppers is really putting up some points. Yeah. So that's why it was just kind of stuck in my brain. Julius anyway. Peppers also has put up some points. Yeah, sure. So right. I ended up losing uh, 255.1 to 254.3. Wow. It was it was close. And I said to him tonight, I was like, ooh, that is stat correction territory. Uh-huh. You better be careful. Yeah. Yeah. But um, three and six in the league, and again, I'm still trying to figure out that balance yeah. Um, and yeah. knowing where you're at. Yeah. And this week, I've got a lot of buys. I've got uh, my Patriots on a buy. So my McCourty-Gilmore combo. I can't use them. Um, yeah, that's rough for you because they've been putting up major they've, points. They've been lights out for me. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going up against House of Khan. So we're both three and six. So something's got to give. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, and and the other thing I was gonna say was, uh, I mean, my my bye week issues were last week, so I'm in this league. My that was my hardest, yeah. my hardest one to cover was last week. So moving forward, I should be okay. Although this coming week, um, I had to pick up. Let me see here. And I also have Preston Williams in this league as well. Right. So I I am starting this week. I am starting Hunter Renfro at wide receiver. Picked him up because uh, I have both Nuke and uh, DJ Chark on by. Uh-huh. So I you know so you know I it's funny though I feel less weird about starting a couple guys at wide receiver that I'm not used to starting than when all my defense was out. I'd rather have the IDP players in that I know. So I'm starting Hunter Refro, who for two weeks in a row has been really solid. And then I am starting Kenyon Drake this week against Tampa Bay. Do it. So we'll see how that ends up looking. I mean, this week I don't have a choice. I didn't want to start him last week, but this week I have to do it. So we'll see how that looks out. And then I'm keeping Marlon Humphrey in there. He's... He's shown himself to be to be uh, to be the guy, and and they're playing Cincinnati against Ryan Finley. He's, he's I'm thinking there's an interception waiting he's to happen. Waiting to happen. <laughs> uh, so we'll see what happens. Happy to see Aaron Darnold back yeah. in the lineup. So, um, anything else for uh, for the IDP? Gosh, I love IDP. Yeah, they're fun. I have we I I gotta start a super deep IDP league. I want a frozen depth league, but with IDP players. Where I can hold all those defensive players that I'm so in love with, you know? But I digress. <laughs> Southwest Laker League. The redraft. The yes. auction. Yes. Uh, the, the my tight end heavy team that I traded my way out of. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, I played against uh, my my brother's, one of my brother's best friends from high school, uh, Keenan. Um He's got a Pokemon-themed team name, Blastoise Rexall. Yes. Uh, don't it. really know what it means. I think it's Pokemon, though. Um, I'm 5-4 and four in 6th place. Now, I, I think this is... I think it's 8 teams that make the playoffs in this league. I okay. think we tried to make it more to keep everybody interested. At least it wasn't a while ago. Yeah. Um, but uh, I had a good week. I won 133-94. to 94. So in this case, it was Saquon on... Keenan's team not coming through that really helped propel me. Uh, I ended up with uh, Dak and Zeke and Hopkins 
um, having 15 to 20 points. And then after that, I basically had six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 points for everybody. It was very consistent throughout. And, uh, really that's, that's a nice way to have it. I see, you know, I see Mahomes sitting on my bench and I wonder when is Mahomes coming back? Is he playing this week? It'd be really nice if he did, except yeah. their bye week is week 12. So is it possible they're going to keep him out till the bye and have him come back strong? I don't know. We'll see. Oh, they, I want him back. I do too. I want him back bad. I do too. As long as he's not going to injure. Actually, I saw something where that his injury within a certain number of days had this percentage of reaggravation potential, and then after that point, it had this percentage of reaggravation. Yeah. And so this coming week, he can come back much more safely than he yes, did last I saw week. That so, too. Yeah. so hopefully, hopefully that's the uh, hopefully that's the case. How did you do in uh, How did you do in this league? I won again. One again, one seventy three. You put yeah. Up. Well, so McCaffrey. Was, so there's that. This was a game I was a little worried about because he's got the All Vikings team, you know. So if they play well, he plays well. So, but they didn't play too well, and Thielen went out, and Diggs was garbage. So that uh, that definitely helped me. But he put up one twenty four. That's not a bad score. But you just destroyed this. Yeah, I stopped him. Yikes. Um. And uh, without the Patriots defense only gave you three points. Right. Yikes. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, huge game from C-Mac, Gordon, Jones, Jr., Stafford. They all uh, combined got me over 100 points just by themselves. So anytime that happens, I think I'm going to do okay. Yep. Um, I'm now 8-1. and one. I am in uh, firm, firm control of this league. Uh, the next team is 6-3. and three. So... I'm uh, I'm doing pretty well. Oh, good, good for, for you. Me. I know. Yeah, it's uh, I. The one thing I did is there's I a log. There's a log jam. For the record, for the record, for my sake, there is a log jam at five and four. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five teams at five and four. Okay. So I fully intend to creep my way up there and meet you and you and Joey, although although Claire is in charge of Joey's team this year because he's overseas. So but he drafted a beast of a team before he left. Yeah. So um I don't think Claire takes any ownership over that team, but she is in charge of setting the lineups. Oh boy. Um when I when I was helping her decide on some pickups and some not pickups, but some unnecessary pickup for setting a lineup to make sure somebody was uh-huh. in. And she goes are you just picking somebody? Are you t- going to actually try to help make sure this team is actually going to... I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to torpedo the guy's team. He's fighting for our country. What kind of a monster do you think I am? So anyway, we'll see uh, We'll see what happens. That's awesome. I'm not used to seeing my points four being on the low end. Usually yeah. if I'm sixth place, I still have a points four that's decently high, and mm-hmm. that is not the case here. So, let's move on from redraft, goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. Although, actually, back to redraft really quick. I'll just really quick mention about um, the guillotine. I'm still alive. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm sorry, to, I'm sorry to have to say that to you. But, I can take it. I can take it. But I did get, um, I did get Tevin Coleman uh, for free, I believe. I didn't even bid anything on him. Mm-hmm. But, uh, boy, I've got, now I've got some buys this week, and so I'm not really sure what I'm going to do because, again, I, I got to survive, so I don't know how this is going to work. I got Daniel Jones... And then Gardner, Minshew, and Wentz are both on by. Okay. So Daniel Jones is my only quarterback currently. Um, at running back, I currently have Le'Veon Bell and David Montgomery in. 
Um, now, Tevin Coleman, now that I got him, I think I'll put him in for Le'Veon Bell because I think Le'Veon Bell is going to be out, is my understanding, at least for now. Tyler Lockett, obviously, is staying in. Juju, right. I guess I leave Juju in, right? I mean, I may as well. Might as well. Kittle... I got Chris Herndon. Is he coming back this week? You know, I wish he would because uh, I, I snatched him up in a few leagues and I'm he's just sitting on the bench. But I've got Hyde on by, McLaurin on by, and then those two quarterbacks on by. So this team, you know, we're talking week 10 and I'm trying to survive and I'm sitting here with Daniel Jones, uh-huh. Tevin Coleman, Montgomery, Lockett, Smith-Schuster, Kittle, Herndon, Metcalf, and Devontae Adams. I'm seeing a lot of injury flags. Yep. It just it doesn't feel like the kind of lineup that's going to keep me going, but I don't really have a choice. No. So I don't know. I mean, when I go to players that are available. I was going to ask that. Fitzpatrick, Baker Mayfield. Devontae Parker might be worth picking up and starting because he should get peppered with targets. Yeah, but with good. Williams, though. Or, or Zach Paschal. That was, a, that was one I was trying to decide between mm. was, was – uh, in uh, Emperor was Zach Pascal versus yep. um, Devontae Parker, and I just figured Parker should that team is worse, so they should be throwing the ball more. True, he's the only guy, especially with Preston Williams out. Pascal has to fight, you know, has to fight with more guys. Plus, Pascal has Hoyer now throwing, yeah. and I'd rather rely on the guy that Fitz or Fitzpatrick is throwing to right. as opposed to the guy that Brian Hoyer is passing to. Makes so, sense. but it's a tough choice. Samuel's sitting here on the bench. Ty Johnson, what a waste he is. Brita's sitting there, but, I mean, these are guys are all just kind of meh. Calvin Ridley is sitting there, available? He might be the pickup, except he's on waivers, so yeah, I'd have I to see that. if it goes through. Well, anyway, I'll look at that. I've got time to figure that out. So, anyway, I'm not feeling very confident. Claire, on the other hand, goodness gracious, she, with your advice, new team nine, <laughs> She's now looking Jack Diesel over here. She's sitting here with Jacob she picked up. So she's looking at Darnold, Cohen, Josh Jacobs, Crowder, Mike Evans, Andrews, Latavius Murray, Golden Tate, Stafford. She's hoping to get Matt Ryan back. She put in Matt Ryan for Sam Darnold, uh-huh. obviously. Right. Um, and then Hopkins is on by and Evan Ingram's injured. But that's... Uh, it's a pretty good looking team. I mean, Jacobs could really carry her. That was who I suggested she put big money on because I only had four bucks. I wasn't getting them anyway. So, anyway, um, Frozen next. Yeah, Frozen. We have something to talk about in Frozen, my friend. We most definitely do. We most definitely do. So here's the situation. <clears throat> um. Frozen is the super deep. It is super deep. Super deep yep. dynasty. Ooh, I just noticed something. Okay, well, we won't be able to finalize this on the air. We have a lot to talk about. But <laughs> but basically, I am I, I won this league last year. You are in a rebuilding mode. Yes. Admittedly. So you've got some studs, Mike Evans, Kamara Cup, but you're looking to sell those guys off for as many quality young pieces and picks as you can. Yeah. So this is a situation, for the record, I lost this week to Danny. And I'm trying not to be suspicious. I said, I texted Kurt this. I said, it seems a little convenient that the two weeks I played Danny were the weeks that it was the first week of the season. And then the week that I happened to have Michael Thomas on by 
in addition to a bunch of other guys who he didn't know at the time. It feels convenient. It feels convenient scheduling wise, and I don't want to be suspicious of that, but I can't help it. I love Danny, but it just feels too convenient. (laughs) But I I don't know. I digress. Um, But anyway, so I lost this week. I am the top scorer by at least a handful of points, but uh, I'm technically in third place based on record. Top in my division, though, whatever. It is what it is. I I feel very confident about my team. I'm going to be getting Mahomes back very soon. But here's the situation. I get to this point of the year, especially with a team this deep, and I did the same thing last year, where you got to decide, do you have the pieces to compete this year? Or do you need to cash in your depth, your youth, and your depth, and your picks, of which I don't have any picks left, you basically, because not. I've already done this. Right. But do you cash them in for more quality pieces? So the number one thing I'm looking at is that Juju Smith-Schuster, I love him, but he's 22 years old, yep. and right now he's not a producer. He, I can't ride him to a championship based on what's going on right now, and yet he is a super young stud. Yeah. Super young. Super young. So what? So the question is, what do I do? Um, do I try to cash him in or do I try to ride it out? And so you have these guys you're trying to sell. And you said to me today, and, and you know, we joked because Danny offered you a million pieces for a couple of your guys. But, uh, you oh, know. Fun. Four of my guys. For four of your guys. My now, four biggest guys. Yeah, your four biggest guys. Now, I had asked you on, on the show a few weeks ago, I would said, all right, let's talk about Kamara just for the sake of, you know, how you kind of approach a trade. Mm-hmm. Would it take Montgomery and a first if I had a first? And you're like, oh, well, you know, and it's just kind of feeling it out. Yeah. You say to me today, right before I go to the eye doctor and get my eyes dilated, <laughs> meaning I can't see my phone anymore, uh, you said, what if there are a way for you, or you said Cup and Kamara would look really good on your team. I did. And I said, I said. But I, then I said it would probably cost But you. it would probably cost you. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, I, or I said, try me. Because I want to know what it would cost. Uh-huh. I want to know what it would cost. Because you're right. Those players on my team would look incredible. Uh-huh. And so you came to me with five pieces for Kamara and Cup. Yes. You said it would take Juju. Yes. Terry McLaurin. Yes. Dallas Goddard. Yes. Ryan Finley. Yep. And what was the fifth piece? And David Montgomery. Mm. And so I see that and my heart sinks a bit because I think to myself, and I, I said to you right away, I said, that is an awesome offer. And any normal human being would accept that right away. I didn't say that, but I thought it. So I'll just tell you now. <laughs> But I said to you, I'm having a hard time, though, because Dallas Goddard, I do not trade away. He's your boy. He's my boy. Terry McLaurin is a Buckeye. I love him. He Uh looks amazing. But again, not a producer this year. He seems with Dwayne Haskins that that's not going to happen at this point. Um, You know, Juju is a piece I'm willing to part with for the sake of this year, although it it hurts, you know. Um. And Montgomery, I drafted six overall, and he's really coming into his own. Uh-huh. But seems like he's not going to hit his consistent stride this year. It'll be, you know, he's better a better bet moving into next year, maybe when they have a new quarterback, for example. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out if this is worth doing. And so 
I said to Kurt via text, I said, <laughs> I want to ask your opinion on a trade, but I don't want you to hate me. And he goes, well, I won't hate you. And I said, well, you might hate me via in Frozen at least. And he says, well, if, if, uh, if I'm going to hate you that much in Frozen, it's probably a trade you should do. Because this is the situation where he and I were going back and uh-huh. forth trading for studs at the end of last year. And he got Fournette, and I came back and got McCaffrey the next week. Yeah. So, so the situation is, and I and I love this strategy. You know, as we talk about trade strategy, I love your strategy because I have done the same thing. I have done the lazy version where I've basically said, "Why don't you just write out your team with so and so?" Like when I go to Justine and I'm saying, "I'm going to trade you these three pieces." I say write out your team with these three pieces yeah. in place of the one piece I'm taking from you and see how it looks. Right. And you did the not lazy version, which is here's your starting lineup if you accept this trade. Yep. And I said, ooh, uh-huh. <laughs> ooh my. <laughs> um, and that, that, was, uh, that was the tricky thing. Now, I also liked the fact that I... I, I said I was not sure about it. I was feeling a little iffy for the reasons you assumed were happening, yep. which is I love Goddard, I love McLaurin, whatever. And uh, and you came back with, well, I had something planned for that. But wait, there's more. A little something in my back pocket. <laughs> and you told me it was a 2023rd, and I thought to myself, okay, that does sweeten it up because I do not have any 2020 picks before the fourth round. Which is why I So that's that, that was smart. That was smart yep. to have that in your back pocket. Yep. So, you know, I'm looking at the time. I don't think we can decide on it right this second. Right. Not on not on the air as fun as that would be. We got more stuff to You get know, to. it's yeah. it's trivia night. I might not be in the right frame of mind <laughs> to accept a trade. I've done that before and I, I tend to always regret it. Uh. Um I will say the other thing I noticed right now is that if I trade away Goddard, I am left with um Oh, no. Well, oh, yeah. I'd, I'd be left with only Hawk at tight end, and this is a start two tight end league. Mm. So for this week, I'd be left with an empty tight end spot. Oh, boy. I mean, I would have to start Blake Bell, the backup to Kelsey, or Max Williams in Arizona. Neither one of those guys are getting anything. So that makes it kind of tricky just short term. Makes sense. Because I would like to keep winning. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but, you know, there's there's other aspects we could work out. I'd be curious about who you'd be dropping because you're taking on more players, that kind of stuff. So, anyway, interesting trades to discuss. But I liked how you came at me with the, uh, with the here's what your lineup would look like. And that's, that's how I approach every trade. Yeah. I mean, I, here's what it'll do for you. Here's what it'll do for me. Here's why it makes sense. I've I feel always... like this is why we're successful traders, though. Yeah. Because these trades we, that I get on Sleeper, the other team clearly did not look at what I needed they didn't look at what where my team is at. You right. know, I'm looking at a team that is bad, and I'm offering them first-round picks for their studs. If they're really good, I'm offering them a stud for first-round picks and uh-huh. young players. I mean, you got to look at where the team is at. you got to look at what they would be find desirable. you got to look at what positions they're weak at. Yeah, that's a lot. And it's not just throwing out something random. And so... Uh, I appreciate I appreciate the effort put in. Thank you for noticing. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so before we talk about a little bit of orphan strategy, which is where we're going to wrap up tonight, um, how about vampire and world? Should we touch on those? Would you like to know how I did in Frozen? Uh, sorry, I just, went, <laughs> I just kept going. I got it went on a thing. I just went on a thing. I would love to hear how you did in Frozen. Buddy. I won. 
Good job. Yeah, I dropped 182.4 to uh, 179.85. Okay. Yeah, he had C-Mac, but I had Evans to combat that. Okay. Uh, Duke and Rojo. Oh, yeah. Ronald Johnson. <laughs> they uh, they both came up pretty huge for me, but I th- and uh, Preston Williams also. Um, but I think what may have done him in is he actually started Herndon, who did not play. Who is this you're playing? Nova Kane for the soul. Really, Andrew? Yeah. So there's a started uh, Herndon, huh? Okay. Yeah. I don't know if he had any other. That's surprising. He started Aikens too, so I don't know if he had somebody to buy or what happened, but. I mean, it's true in a league this deep. I mean, you don't have quick access to pick up guys right. that you can put in, so sometimes you're just left starting an empty spot. It's true. Um, and then, as we mentioned in the beginning, which you already knew, but Cam was placed on IR. and uh, But I'm getting Foles back, so now I can finally roll nice. with two quarterbacks again, which I haven't done in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's yeah. been a while. Yep. Um, and I'm now up to four and six. I, I'm celebrating being four and six now. Very nice. Yeah. We're coming. We're coming. We're coming. Dave, I would like to sincerely apologize for trying to roll over your uh, your moment there. I'm sorry oh, that I gosh, didn't. Oh, gosh. I'm so you know. used to it. It's fine. Um, interesting thing about matchups. So I have 2,009 points in this league. Okay. Danny in first place has 1,995. So... I'm like 14 higher than than him. You know, that's pretty close. But the second place team is at 1706. So I have 300 points more than the second place team. Boy, that is some matchup luck right there. That's a lot. Um, And he's basically, uh, Josh Jacobs is basically carrying Eric through, but, uh, you know, more power to him. Sure. Um, and I think I play Kurt next week, which is a rough matchup because Kurt's team is, I'm, I'm hoping he's got some bye week issues because otherwise Kurt's team typically scares me a lot. And he's got that team. He's only seven and three though for having all that firepower. Well, he's had some bad luck um, because Baker Mayfield really let him down and, um, Keenan Allen let him down. He's got some guys that haven't been doing well and, and Nuke has had a really rough start. So he's had some guys that haven't been doing what you I would think so they do. I feel so bad for him at seven and three. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I keep thinking I can get nuke from him for uh, at a discount, but it hasn't happened. No. Um, so uh, all right. So so now would you like to? Uh, have you said everything you want to say yeah, about let's Frozen? Go, let's okay. Go vampire. I just want to make sure we can end with um, I I honestly have not even looked at. I haven't even looked at vampire. No. Vamp, my vampire team is so rough. I don't. I don't even pay any uh. attention. Um. But uh, it appears as though, let's see, I'm three and seven. I've lost three in a row. So there you go. That's that's me. Yeah. It's It's been a rough go of it. You know, without Mahomes, that really kills me. Um, generally speaking, I'm just, I'm having a rough time. How's, how's yours going? Uh, I'm five and five. Okay. I actually went up against a top team uh, and I lost by good 25. Uh, they're rolling with... Lockett, Evans, and Marvin Jones. So that's eighty points right there. Sure. Um, yeah, it was it was rough, uh, but I do have Russell Wilson, so that's that's been helping me, and uh, I'm five and five, top of my d- division, and I've got a two hundred point cushion over second place. Jeez. So that's uh, that's pretty good. And my next opponent is four and six beast incarnate. Well done. So we'll see what happens. 
Yeah, well done. I'm in uh, I'm in last place in my division. Um, but I have 200 more points or, uh, yeah, 200 more points than the third place team at four and six. Yeah, so it's, it's funny how that works. You know, it's, it is what it is, but, um, that's the way it goes now. So that's vampire. That's, um, that's with the vampire team yep. that, you know, sucks the life of, of teams that it win uh, it wins against, but world is the one where the vamp or at the, uh, guillotine, but it's for the year. So at the end right. of the year, the worst team's eliminated or there's a, there's a play out yes. for the play for the, out, which I which I didn't know. <laughs> if you win, you're you're good. If you lose, you keep going. So I uh, have won two in a row. I don't know how, but I have. That's all that matters. My team. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, so well, let's see. Jimmy Garoppolo had a huge week. Uh, Tevin Coleman didn't do anything, but Devin Singletary had a good week, Bad so that boy. was that was huge. Yeah. Edelman was fine. Um, let's see, Edelman was fine. Landry was decent enough, and then Kittle had a great week. So I had some guys that uh, that brought their brought their A game there. So I uh, let's see, let's check standings here. I'm so not good at maneuvering through NFL. <laughs> All right, so I am two and seven. I'm at the bottom of my division. Right. And let's see. There is another. There are two more two and seven teams. The uh scareds. <laughs> yeah. They... And fat bastard Snorlax. <laughs> let's see. Nine twenty three eight seventy five. Eight nine. And I'm not the lowest scoring team. Uh-huh. Woo! We coming! Attaboy. Objects in your rearview mirror are closer than they appear. Yeah. So anyway, I'm feeling good. Um, and, it, you know, it's best ball. And some of those guys, that's what I was waiting for, was it doesn't matter if I start them because in best ball, they will, you know, they'll do their thing. So um, last but not least, we're going to talk about some orphan strategy. What do you do when you adopt an orphan that someone else has destroyed and you have to Break it up from the get-go. Nope, we're going to talk about your world team. I'm so selfish. <laughs> well, I did get up to blow my nose, so that's... Well, you walked away, so I here yeah. I thought I was doing a nice... Uh, I thought I was doing a nice transition. Nice segue? A nice segue into the next thing before a break. <laughs> I totally cut you off from it. Well, it's... How's your world you know, team I doing, You know, I mean, Dave? no big deal. I'm 7-2. and two. Um, You know, I'm doing okay. I'm just um, jealous. You can you can uh, chalk it up to that. And so this is again the league where the commissioner also has Tiki Island. Oh right. This, oh, you've been making a lot of tiki decisions. This uh, this fictitious island where you uh, you can be saved with the cone of something. I forget what he calls it. I don't remember. It's uh, so much. And then there's the raft of shame that you leave on, <laughs> and the hut of decision that you make the decision in. So it's whoever's remaining, who hasn't been voted off, whoever the top scorer is, gets to vote off somebody. I have now been the top scorer twice in a row. And the uh, the first time I was top scorer, I voted off the guy who beat me first. Uh, and then this time I voted off the next highest scoring team. Makes sense. So just hopefully keep plucking them away. Well, I was already voted off when I was terrible before I made my trade. Yeah, so you whoever, don't have to worry about me. Whoever did that was just uh, just ridiculous. 
Yeah, well, there's stupid people everywhere, I suppose. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm sorry I keep cutting you off. It's all right. I'm a bad friend and a bad co-host. And lastly, <laughs> so I'm seven and two. This Cairo Mummies is six and three, and we play each other this next week. So okay. I have a chance to put a, a stranglehold. That's big on this division. My uh, I'm in the Cairo tribe. That's big. You want the stranglehold? Could let's be, be why honest. he's called the Cairo Mummies. I'm just making that uh, making that connection. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. And on that note, uh, we're going to come back momentarily with some talk about orphan strategy. <laughs> We are back. So, Dave, we're talking about orphan dynasty teams. We are. So this is uh, the situation of someone has drafted, crafted, and in many cases destroyed a dynasty roster. Yes. And they quit. Yes. Now a new owner is needed. Yes. And so the question is, at least the question for me is, if you are asked to, when you you have a lot of fantasy connections, Mm -hmm. you get a lot of requests. It's true. You know, even on Sleeper early on, there were there were a lot of guys asking me, like, are you interested in taking over this team? And my first reaction is always, how much does the league cost? Right. Although many in many cases, that first year's free because it's paid for by whoever it's left. True. Yep. But then I want to see the roster. So uh, what are you... What do you think about going in? If you're, if you're considering taking over an orphan... What's the strategy? What are you looking for? Talk me through it. And one of the things, too, is um, on uh, there's a website I always go to, Dynasty League Football. Um, they've actually got a ton of forums. And in those forums, they have a section called Help Wanted. And it actually has all the leagues that are looking for uh, people to take over teams. And it's got guys who are looking for leagues they want to go into. Um, so they'll actually have um, everything listed out in the post of who's on the team. They'll have a link to the team. So you can actually look at it before you take it over, which is nice. And then MFL will actually send out, before season start, they've got something called the Great Orphaning. Huh. Where they'll actually send out lists of all these leagues that have orphans in them Hmm. so you can take a look at it and it'll tell you who's like the highlights of it like all the big players what picks you have um so i mean you can go in and and kind of pick and choose what team you want to take over and they've got it broken down by what the entrance fee is you know they have leagues all the way up to like 500 bucks too so that's one thing that i always take into account because there was one time i took over probably 10 of those one year um, and you'd look for, you know, can I compete this year? Um, or do I have to do a complete rebuild? Do I want to, you know, pay my money, you know, for the next year? Am I going to keep in it? You know, it's that kind of thing you have to, to have to look at. So that's, um, you know, what I look for is, is I can look into that and, and take a gander. But 
um, in my experience, when you take over an orphan, it's not a good team. Right, that's the thing. I mean, yeah. I've said before that I, if I was going to leave a league, I would only leave a league where the team's in good shape because yeah. I would not want to stick a new owner, especially right. a money league, with a team that's terrible. Yeah. But most of the time, it has been neglected very hard. Yeah. Neglected, best case scenario, yes. torpedoed by trading away good assets for nothing. Worst, you know, really worst case scenario. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, and I, I have tried, I think when you had first mentioned that to me about some of those forums with teams that were, you know, available, I started looking on them. You know, it wasn't as user-friendly as I would like. Yeah. I, you know, once I found Sleeper, it's just the app is so mm-hmm. slick and easy to use where you're on this chat where here's a league available, here's looking for a person, looking for a person, and you're clicking in immediately and you're in instant contact with these people and it's really really user-friendly right. it's it's super easy sure. it was a slippery slope though because i ended up in a lot more leagues than i probably should have like really quickly it's dangerous that's why i'm in 25 yeah um but uh you know i i i built a reputation right you know pretty early on i, I you know this spring it was a lot of teams of we're in the middle of a startup draft and we're eight rounds in will you take over this team and so that's a different kind of animal because True. now, you know, there's there's a lot of teams where those first eight picks are not what I would have done, but it does give me some capital. You know, I would never focus on running back, but there was a team I took over where it was CMC and Aaron Jones mm-hmm. were, you know, the first two of the first three picks. Well, I, I've traded them off pretty quickly since then because yeah. that's not how I do things. And so it's it's uh, it's it's interesting. So so I had a league uh, I had a league come up. Uh, from Kurt. So Kurt brought this up. There was an orphan. He texted me the other day and he said, you know, I've got a, a $25 <clears throat> dynasty, uh, 12 team, 12 team PPR, whatever. And, and he said, uh, so are you, would you be interested in taking over this orphan? Um, you know, I'm just looking at it. It's in pretty rough shape or are you maxed out? Whatever. And I said, eh, let me see the team. <laughs> And I said, you know, he sent me a picture of the team and I saw enough I could work with that I decided to accept it. You know, it's also it's paid for this year. So, you know, that's fine, too. And so here was, you know, here was what I here's what I saw. You know, I'll, I'll read you the starting lineup. This is this is the starting lineup as was sent to me the original screenshot because I've done a lot of work since already. Aaron Rodgers, David Johnson, Miles Sanders, Juju, Geronimo Allison, Willie Sneed, Hawkinson, Barber, Pettis, Prescott. It started out great. Rodgers, Prescott, and then the first uh, the first bench spot is Josh Allen. Yep. Those those widers or those uh, quarterbacks are fine. Yep. Uh, Johnson Sanders, I can live with that as far as first couple running backs. I love having Juju on there as a young piece. Hawkinson's fine. Um, then we go on to the bench. And it goes from there. It goes, so Josh Allen, Spencer Ware, not on a team. Eli McGuire, not on a team. Daryl Henderson, Marquise Lee, IR. Uh, Bird, B-Y-R-D for Arizona. Why is he owned? No idea. No idea who he is. What position is he? Wide receiver for Arizona. Exactly. What's the first initial? D. Darius? I don't know. Josh Doxson, 
on IR. David Moore for Seattle, Deshaun Hamilton, Antonio Callaway, Kelvin Harmon, Andy Isabella, Cahill Waring. Oh, boy. Uh, injured reserve, McKinnon and Najoku. Okay, you know, fine. Now the picks, uh, two 2021sts, and then the second and third, and then all the rest of the, you know, all the one, two, threes after that. Okay. So two firsts is what, basically. Now I'm looking at that team. Well, what are your initial thoughts hearing that roster? I like the starters. It's not horrible. It's not terrible. I mean, Geronimo Allison and Willie Sneed starters, Barber as a starter. Those are rough. Yeah. Um, but, but that you know, that bench is like... It's an overhaul. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be players on the, the waiver wire. I'm going to get to uh, it. Okay. I'm going to get to that. Um, yeah, so so that was what I was thinking. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to take on... Because honestly, I like the challenge. I'm excited for the yeah, challenge. that was fun. Because honestly, I know what I'm doing. And so to take a team that is really... It's bad. I mean, I think it was two and... Uh, would have been one and... Two, two and six when I took it over. Two and two and six? Okay. Eight teams, yeah. Or eight weeks. So, so here was the first thing. So of course, Kurt says, can I start sending you trade offers? Nice. Or... Is it going to look weird? Because I, I said right away, like, oh, I'm here to beat CMC, whatever, which is Kurt's um, part of Kurt's team name. You know, he's my future brother-in-law. And he goes, is that going to look weird if we make the first trade? I said, well, we're not. it's not like we're not allowed to trade with each other. Right. So he and I start talking. David Johnson is the piece that he's interested in. Njoku is a piece he's interested in, which I already knew. So... I was looking to acquire Jameis Winston from him because I knew that Aaron Rodgers would be a piece. There were a couple guys who had posted they were desperate at quarterback, and I knew Aaron Rodgers was a piece that I have no interest in keeping long-term and would fetch me a fair price. So, But I didn't want to trade Aaron Rodgers and be left with only Dak Prescott and Josh Allen. So I've got this guy talking about Aaron Rodgers, but I'm thinking I can't do that unless I make a trade for another quarterback. Mm-hmm. And Jameis Winston, because Kurt focuses on quarterback, he's got like six of them, right. so he can afford to lose Jameis Winston. So he's talking about David Johnson and Njoku. I'm talking about some other guys. You know, I really want Justice Hill. I really want a uh, running back that I like back. I don't know if you heard, but I like Justice Hill. You know, I think you may have mentioned, I think that I mentioned that before. Once or twice. So the trade we end up deciding on was I sent David Johnson and David Njoku, and I got back Jameis Winston, Dawson Knox, and Justice Hill. Okay. I felt good about that in a in a super flex that I'm getting Jameis Winston without having to give up a quarterback. Yeah. Because, you know, David Johnson, I love David Johnson, but he's just, he's never going to be healthy again. I'm sorry. He's not. And Njoku seems like he'll never be the guy. Right. So that was fine with me. Now I go back to the guy I was talking to originally for the Aaron Rodgers trade. And I say, I will give you Aaron Rodgers for uh, Tyler Lockett and your 2021st. He says to me, would you make it my second? And I said, I don't think I can let go of Aaron Rodgers unless I'm getting a first because this team is a complete rebuild. He goes... Oh, okay, let me think for a little bit. And I said, I tell you what, I'll send you Deshaun Hamilton back as well, who's okay. a piece that I have no interest in keeping. No. He's a nothing He's a nothing asset in my opinion, but he could have value to some people, okay. including this guy who I think he had a man. Oh, no, he had Cortland Sutton. So, you know, that could be a little insurance. That's fine. So I said, 
all right, I'll give you Deshaun Hamilton with Aaron Rodgers for Lockett in the 2021st. And this guy goes, uh, okay, send it over. <laughs> wah, wah. I mean, that was pretty much the, the, the vibe that he was sending. Yeah. Now, Lockett went off this week, uh-huh. and so I'm feeling like, wow, okay. So I got rid of Rodgers. I already had a quarterback to replace him from the previous trade. Now I have Lockett with Juju in my starting lineup, so two of my three wide receiver spots are now feeling much better. Not bad. Um, and I now have three 2021sts, so that's feeling good. So now going to the waiver wire, because there were guys that were decent on the waiver wire, because I've got droppable players on this team. Spencer yes. Ware, droppable. Yeah. McGuire, droppable. Bird, who the heck are you? Yeah. You know, Mar- uh, Marquis Lee, no interest in keeping you. You're a dead yeah, asset. He's on IR. You know? He can't stay healthy. He's an IR, and there's only two IR spots on this league. So, you know, I'm keeping Kale Waring, but I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to keep some of these guys. Right. So then I go to the waiver wire, and I added Cameron Brait. I added Ryan Griffin. And I started both those guys in my flex this week, which almost looked really smart with uh, Griffin's almost touchdown. I added Riley Ridley, who I haven't heard much about, but he was a guy who had a flyer, you know, flyer potential. And I'd rather have Riley Ridley sitting on my bench than Marquise Lee, to be perfectly honest. Isn't Riley Ridley Calvin Ridley's brother? Sure is. Yep. How many Ridleys can there really be? Um, now these were oh, and Trey Carson, I picked him up. Now he's since gone to the IR, and I've yep. dropped him. But here are the ones that really got me. Somebody dropped Darwin Thompson. This is a deep enough leak. Somebody dropped Darwin Thompson. Okay. Uh, yeah, picking him up. I'm going to let him sit on my bench. Do it. Because it's, it's the Chiefs. Rex Burkhead dropped. I love having Rex Burkhead on a team. Yeah. Because when you're in a pinch with a, in a deep league, you can start Rex Burkhead any week he's healthy, and flyer. he could get you something. Yeah. You don't know what the Patriots are going to do, and this is not a competing team. Uh-huh, Who knows? Uh-huh. Uh, Brandon Bolden? Again, pick him up. If a couple of those other guys get injured, they're starting. They're going to be playing Brandon Bolden. And then Dario going not going to work here anymore anyway. I picked him up. Why not? So I've made all these all these ads, and I'm just I'm thinking, wow, this is kind of ridiculous. I spent thirty one waiver wire dollars on Burkhead. I'm thinking I want Burkhead on a rebuilding team sure. to be a you know a semi solid kind of guy. Now, here was the mistake on this orphan that I made today, though. Oh. I went to previous transactions, meaning, so I was looking at the trades I made, and I decided to go a little further to look at all the things the previous owner did. Okay. And there was one that really hurt my heart. So first of all, this guy, during the startup draft, he was trading picks all over the place. You know, trading two picks from this round to get up to this round, trading this. I hate trading in a startup draft i hate it i think one of the few times i've actually done it was giving that first to flip-flop to get andrew luck well we see how that worked out but like bouncing around in a startup draft is dumb you know like wait for the value you're gonna get and so that was there was tons of trading the startup draft so then i see that he traded drew lock for kahail warring i'm excited about kahail warring but you traded Drew Locke, who you know is going to get some chance to start a quarterback at some point in Denver, and it's a super flex. I don't understand why you do that. And there was no pick with it? It was no, just straight up? because the picks are listed in the trades for sleepers. Wow. So that was just it. That was it. That's terrible. I know. But this was the one that really got me. Uh-oh, there's more. 
You know how I have Allison and Pettis on this team? Yeah. And I think I still have both of those. They're not quite bad enough to drop, but I I think I still have them. Would you like to know what the previous owner traded to get Geronimo Allison and Dante Pettis? Oh, boy. (sighs) Jimmy Garoppolo and DK Metcalf. Oh, boy. Yeah. Now... I posted in the chat today, basically starting conversation because this commissioner of this league seems his um his screen name is imminent debacle. Uh, but he seems like he's really on top of things. He's laying down the law. He's making sure to be really clear about everything. He told me if people don't respond to my trade offers to let him know because he refuses to have any owners who are not active. <laughs> so, you know, he's he's really good. But I posted just to get a conversation going. I'm like, you know, guys, I made the mistake of looking at the moves that my previous owner made. He seriously traded Jimmy Garoppolo and DK Metcalf for Allison and Pettis. What was he thinking? And then there was a lot of talk about hindsight, hindsight 2020, hindsight yeah. 2020, because when this trade was made, you you know, Jimmy G was still a question mark. DK didn't look the way he does now. And Pettis was supposed to be the top guy in the, for the 49ers. And Allison yeah. could have blown up. Blah, 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 blah. And I said, guys, okay, number one, let me complain. Number two, this is not a hindsight situation. And I'm going to tell you why. I have Jimmy G... And I have DK all over the place across my 25 leagues. I have Allison and Pettis nowhere. Nowhere. I don't buy into them. I buy into the other two guys. So this is not hindsight being 2020. This is I know the kind of guys I like, and I would have never made that trade. So they were kind of acting like I was being a whiner about, you know, and then they started talking about vetoes. Well, you know, vetoes can be tough, da 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 And I'm like, guys, I'm against vetoes. I'm not saying it should have been vetoed. What I'm saying is I never would have done it. And it's frustrating to look at the fact my team could have had Jimmy G and Metcalf instead of Pettison and Allison. <laughs> so, uh, because, I mean, I mean, look at my, I mean, look at my starting lineup. I could have, I could have right now, I could have Juju and Lockett and Metcalf. Yep. Instead of um, instead of Allison in there, that would be pretty huge. So, but if you already had Metcalf, would you have traded for Lockett? Interesting. Uh yeah, I think I would have. Okay. Because I was looking at structure of teams and like who needed the quarterback, mm-hmm. and then I'm looking at a quality player who would have been under the radar enough okay. that I could acquire them. And I feel like Lockett still does not have the name cachet that some other guys have. Yeah. Like I wouldn't have been getting. Um, like who would be a guy, I mean, obviously like a Michael Thomas is too much, but like a guy like, um, like who would have more name cachet? Like, I feel like even Amari Cooper has more name cachet than Tyler I just like that you're using the phrase name cachet. And I said name cachet a lot of times. Like four times. Yeah. Well, you don't have a name like Ralph Charles Sievert III without some name cachet. <laughs> um, anyway, so... I'm feeling much better about this squad now, especially those three, those three twenty twenty firsts, and I'm thinking I can turn it around. I actually got very close to uh, winning this past week. I don't think I was blown out, but um, so there we are. There we are. As far as uh, there we go. As far as orphans go. So you know, if you if you want a challenge in fantasy football, I definitely suggest uh, taking over an orphan. It's a lot of fun. It is. 
Yeah, I mean, when I get into a brand new league, I always introduce myself, you know, I kind of give my resume a little bit. I always throw out that I'm a big Vikings fan. And then a lot of times, if they have Vikings players, they'll send me offers for the Vikings players. It happens in every league I go into. I'll always get a Diggs offer, a Thielen offer. It's so funny. And then there's always the people who will try to lowball you on an offer. Happens all the time just to kind of, you know, see where you're coming from. Those are the ones you, uh, it's always fun to get them in the end. Like, well, wait a second. That really doesn't make sense. That really doesn't help me, but this will help both of us. That type <laughs> of thing. Yeah. Uh, you remember the guy that I had to block because he was talking trash on me and I don't need toxic people in my life? Is he in that league too? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, that that's been no. great. No, but in that league where I'm 0-8, I played against him this week. I lost by like a half point. I almost beat him with my 0-8 team. So that would have been fun. He's blocked, so I couldn't hear any of his comments, right. but I'm sure he had something to oh, say. Uh, Dave, should we wrap this up? Let's wrap it up. So Stick a big old bow on it. Stick a bow on it. So um, going into week... Uh, going into week 10, you know, we're getting to the point of the year where trade deadlines are coming up. Yep. I prefer for Dynasty Leagues not to have one until the playoffs, I but uh, a lot of them I'm in do have trade deadlines, and admittedly, I don't know when they are. Um, I feel like I always go to make a trade in something yep. like Emperor, and then it's like, oh, surprise, you can't make a trade because of the trade deadline. Yep. And these are the weeks now with bye weeks involved this is where teams start making their runs to make the playoffs so these are really important weeks coming up it's super important and this by nato this coming week i can't wait to talk about next week because i feel like it's if you can get a win on weeks like this where you are missing players from major teams then you are you're doing well so so moving into next week we'll see who plays we'll see if we have mahomes back i'm excited to watch some football this weekend i actually i'm not traveling i'm not going anywhere i just get to sit and enjoy the games Ah, veg out and i haven't gotten to do that i've had stuff i've had stuff getting in the way so until next week dave this has been trips right with ralph and dave i just said your name a lot dave this is trips right with ralph and dave yeah you're Dave. Well, it's not with Dave and Dave, so <laughs> Ralph and Ralph. Ralph and Dave. That's us. That was a lot. Um, <laughs> Dave, thanks as always. Hey, great folks, podcast, thank you for listening, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Uh, bye-bye. Later.